Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisle staring at the same selection that was there last week and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop. No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal account hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely easy. Just sign up for your free account, download the Tavor app for your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee, and you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy. And now, fans of Craft Brewed Sports can get $10 in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, craftbrewedsports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door. Drinking beer and watching sports is pretty awesome, and one of the few things on par is drinking beer and playing video games. But dropping all that cash on games that end up collecting dust after you're done with them sucks. But there's no sense in trading in old games unless you really want 25 cents off your new one. There's a better way, Gamefly. Gamefly has over 8,000 new releases and classics available to rent for Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS4, PS3, PS Vita, Wii U, Wii, and 3DS, as well as older systems. As a Gamefly member, you can rent as many console and handheld games as you want and get them delivered right to your mailbox for one low monthly fee. And if you like a game so much that you don't want to send it back, you can keep it for a low-use price. There are never any due dates or late fees, and Gamefly also offers the ability to rent Blu-ray and DVD movies as part of the regular service at no extra charge. And right now, Gamefly is offering fans of Craft Brood Sports a premium, free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To get that free trial started today, just go to GameflyOffer.com slash Sports. That's GameflyOffer.com slash Sports. Or just head on over to our website, CraftBrewedSports.com, and click the Gamefly link in the menu bar. Tom Brady, I'm going to fuck your wife! Tom Brady, I'm going to fuck your wife! You're a bitch, nigga! Tom Brady, you're a bitch! Super Bowl next week! You Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am Mike, the man to my left, uh, with me as always, Scott, and uh, the new voice in the show, our producer Joe, this is Craft Brood Sports, 
Scott, you ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge? I'm a fucking wife! <laughs> not, not your wife, though. Tom Brady. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm ready to answer your, your question. I hope no Tom Brady fans get offended Fuck by the opening of that show. That was not us. That was an Eagles fan that was very hyped up for uh, the if Eagles. If you enjoy Tom Brady, you can go eat a dick. <laughs> and right off the bat, uh, first comment on the, uh, the feed here. From Boyle, oh no, you offended Tom Brady right off the bat. Where's Bucky? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Bucky don't want no parts of this. <laughs> oh, shit. It's going to be a goddamn good show tonight, everybody. Thank Woo! you guys for tuning I told you. <laughs> I've, been, like, I've been super excited for, uh, for beers, but... Uh, and, and sport, but I've never been that excited that I would yell that I'm going to fuck somebody's wife. Um, I was pretty super excited the last time the 49ers went to the Super Bowl. I don't recall ever saying I was going to fuck anybody's wife, but it was just Joe Flacco and the Ravens. You don't want to fuck Joe Flacco's wife, so there's the problem. Yeah. That's that's the problem. I I don't want to disrespect his wife like that. (laughs) Lots of good stuff on the show. (laughs) Lots of good stuff on the show tonight. Uh, We're going to talk about the Hall of Fame ballot uh, in MLB and uh, who's dropping off. Chipper. God damn it, man. You are fucking I'm, blowing I'm the wild. speakers out today. Uh, yep. Just got the message from my wife to, uh, telling you shut the hell up. Oh, really? <laughs> no. Sorry, I was just, I, was... I made that up. Oh, wow. You're a real dick. <laughs> uh, you're we're Tom gonna find Brady out. tonight. Scott has promised uh, a white motherfucker question tonight that will oh, make yeah. me look bad whether or not I get this right. So if I get it right, I'm still going to look like a white motherfucker. If I get it wrong... I'm really going to look like a white motherfucker, so stick around for that one. I'm terrified of this question. Uh, also, if we hit 20 shares tonight, I still haven't gotten any Baileys, but if we get up to 20 shares, we're all going to do a shot of Fireball because uh, that's going to be disgusting. Shots. <laughs> uh, before we get into the show, let's talk about the Motherfucker of the Week poll. Uh, so it is live on our Facebook page. Feel free to go and vote on that. Your two options this week, you can vote for the Minnesota Vikings fans who have said that they want to sign up as Uber drivers for Super Bowl weekend and drive Philly fans random places and just drop them off and leave. Awesome. (laughs) It is such good payback for how they were treated in Philadelphia. Well, it's, but also it's also hashtag petty. It's super petty, and that's why they are on uh, the poll this it's week. It's pettier than Richard. <laughs> <laughs> I also, like, Minnesota, I don't feel like has that many bad areas, especially when you're coming from Philly, where you definitely have some bad areas in Philly. Yeah. And that's the one thing they were saying was like, well, we'll every, drop every them off in parts of town that they don't want to be in. bad areas, though. I mean. Yeah, but, like, I mean. If you made it through Philly, I think you can make it through Minneapolis. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Prince made it I've out never of Minneapolis. I've never been to Minneapolis, though, so I don't know. I have. It, I was there. Yeah. Elton John was performing when I was there. And that, so that's what you're basing <laughs> on. Home of Prince and Elton John was there, so it must be just real nice. There's no hoods there. Economic depression has not set in in Minneapolis. They've nope. staved it off for all these years. Because why? Prince and Elton John. That's your first uh, choice for Motherfucker of the Week. And your second choice is the biggest group of cocksuckers ever, and I'm guessing it's a group of because one solo person isn't cool enough or 
Well, I guess there could be a big enough douchebag, but somebody decided that they were going to go do donuts in their car or some type of vehicle on the Field of Dreams. Yes, the same field that was used in the movie, the Kevin Costner film Field of Dreams has been desecrated by some a-holes doing donuts and destroying the field. If you build it, douchebags will drive a truck through it. Right. That's and they, they waited until after a rainstorm too. Like they intentionally yeah, were like, so th- this we're was fucking premeditated douchebaggery. <laughs> oh, it's been raining as soon as Mary we're going out to the fuck that shit up. I mean, it's in Iowa, so you, they don't have much going on. So I but still, come on, man. Like you don't have anything else going on you in Iowa. You talk about disrespectful. Don't, that yeah. is disrespectful as fuck. That's like all that you have. That's all your town can claim is the Field of Dreams field. And they're like, you know what? I'm so sick of you being known Kirk for Ferentz this shit. You got Kirk once every five years and that field. <laughs> like, what else is, is going on in Iowa? And you're out here fucking half of that shit up. <laughs> Jesus, man. Uh, so those are your choices for Motherfucker of the Week. Make sure you cast your vote. We will... Uh, Tell your friends. We, yeah, we'll we'll unveil the winner by if the end of If you don't vote, episode. you can't complain about the results. <laughs> What? No, no, you're I'm, I'm, you're you're right. It, if <laughs> it's you know, it's a true story. It's it's 100 percent true. Anyways, uh, let's get into the beer we're drinking this week. Uh, well, before we do that, Joe, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, guys. How are you? Great, man. I'm glad you came back after last week. You you're trial by fire. through it. I dig it. Yeah. I appreciate you uh, learning the ropes tonight. You got you know. You got a good feel, right? For next week? First, we don't scare you off. We'll try, try again. Well, that's what the alcohol is for. You know, you just got to keep drinking it and everything will go good. Booze your way through. (laughs) That sounds like the plan here. That's all we did. That's how this show started. Just keep drinking until things make sense. (laughs) Two years and two and a half hours each week. (laughs) Something happens. All right, man. Well, thanks for sitting back in and uh, looking forward to you taking over all this shit in front of me. <laughs> really looking forward to that. I look forward to it, too. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about this beer we're drinking tonight. Tonight, we are drinking a uh, it's a collaboration beer between Stone Brewing and um, I don't even know who else was, was in on this Beaver one. Town. Beaver Town. It's Beaver Town? Well, it says Beaver Town, Stone, and Garage Project. Uh, I think so, it's. I think that's the term for this like partnership is the Garage Project. Okay, so Beaver Town and Stone Brewer. Yeah, uh, and this is Frutalica. Um, this is a an a I double see what they IPA. Did there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a double IPA. It's got Japanese yuzu, whatever the fuck that is. No clue. Uh, according to Tavor, what up, Robert? It brings a vividly tart citrus profile with juices to rival lemons and grapefruits in zesty power. Uh, uh, sure, that's that's a thing that's in there. It's also got kiwis, New Zealand hops, and habaneros. Now, the last time we had a beer that had like chili and spice with it was that Scorpion Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah, um, and that it had that some one bite had kick like yeah. that one. You kind of burned your throat a little bit with that beer. If you, you took know, too big of a sip on that one, it was like, <clears throat> yeah, it felt like extra super carbonated, uh, like pop or something, and it just. All that carbonation hits you all at once, and you're kind of like, ah! right, right. But that was with every single drink. Yeah, yeah. And so far, this one, I don't even know. If yeah, it, I, I, I don't even think had... like, they sprinkled some pepper in this bitch. No, I, I haven't seen anything uh, coming through on this one. Um, but I do taste some citrus flavors on this one. So now the fruit flavor solid. is coming through strong. Definitely, lots very of fruity. fruit flavor. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The citrus flavor yeah. on this is is legit. Um, and I mean. Uh, 
so let's preface this too by saying IPAs, obviously, we're supposed to drink them fresh. This one was bottled on August 14th, so we're a little late on this one. If you're doing the math at home, we're about three months behind on this one. Yeah, we probably should have had this one back in November, but fuck it. At we, the latest. We get to it when we get to it. Um, it's aged. Yeah, we like to age our IPAs, uh, you know, whatever. I got to be honest, though, it doesn't taste bad, like... Oh no, I it's would, it's good. It's smooth. I told you I was waiting. I kept waiting for a kick off the first couple of drinks, and there's nothing there. Not in a bad way. You just there's no harshness off any hops, and there's no habanero kick. So you keep bracing for something that just never comes, and so it's it's smooth once you get used to the fact that hey, there's nothing that's going to sneak up on you. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think you're. And what are we working with? Eight percent. Yeah, it's it's 8%. got some so it's it's boozy, but ABV. It's well, it's a double IPA, bad. so yeah, you can expect it to be uh, a little extra boozy. Um, as always, we'll see how it holds up, but initial tastes are are pretty solid on this one. Absolutely. I I mean, I don't, I really haven't found a Stone beer that I don't like though. Like when I when I saw this one come up and saw it was by Stone, I was like, yeah, that's gonna be good, even if it does take us five months to drink it. Yes. <laughs> Yes. All right. <laughs> uh, Jim says uh, Tavor would never lie to us. Very true. Uh, Robert. about where they ship the beer. Robert, what's up, man? And Jim also said, moving on. Fuck you, Jim. All right, we'll move on. We'll get into. That, that was just day. a shout out to Joe when he sent that. I thought he was saying. No, no, no. When you're real uh, delayed. Like, he just, when you announced Joe was here, he just, hey, move oh, on. Oh, nice. All he right, knows cool. what uh, He knows what's up. I thought he was tired of the beer talk. No, he was just giving a shout out to Joe. Sorry, I get my back up with Jim because I feel like he's always attacking. This is I'm, why we need Joe to take over your responsibility because you know, you don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you're muted. Do it again. Moving on. There we go. There it is. <laughs> All right, Upper Deck uh, brought to you, as always, by Gamefly. Make sure you guys head on over to our, our website, craftbrewsports.com. Click the uh, sponsors page and uh, sign up for that free Gamefly trial. 30 days free, and you can cancel it. It's cool. Sign up. <laughs> that was a ringing endorsement. Killing the reads. Yeah, I, I feel like they got their money's worth out of that. <laughs> All zero dollars that they spent. <laughs> Alrighty, but we kick off uh, Upper Deck this week with a little football, and if you're a Mel Kuyper fan, then you're in luck! He's retiring! Um, well, kinda. Uh, <laughs> that's what he claimed he would do eight years ago during the 2010 NFL Draft. Kuyper at the time was very high on former Notre Dame quarterback Jimmy Clausen, somebody that is Ooh. very near and dear to Mike. <laughs> so high on him that during the draft, in an exchange with fellow Jeff Guru Todd Kuyper, Kuiper, or uh, Todd McShay, rather. Kuiper said, quote, If Jimmy Clausen is not a successful quarterback in the NFL, I'm done. That's it. I'm out. McShay replied, uh, What is your time frame, Mel? When, you, when do we make that assessment? Kuiper responded, I want eight years. McShay said, <laughs> It will only take three years, Mel. We can tell inside three years. Kuiper responded, I want eight. <laughs> well, it's been eight years, and if you aren't familiar with Mel Kuyper or the draft or Jimmy Clausen, I guarantee you if you've ever heard any starting quarterback's name in the NFL, not a single one of them was Jimmy Clausen. Mm. Um, Clausen was mostly terrible for his NFL career, and I say mostly because he did finish his career with one single win, but Boom. he had 13 career losses Boom. also. One so, win, baby. Uh, he could have been a Browns quarterback. Easily. Could have nailed it. Um, he had more interceptions <laughs> than touchdowns for his career. Oh, yeah. And uh, he actually retired two years ago. <laughs> so, yeah. It's time for Mel to hang him up if he's actually a man of his word. I feel like they 
that somehow this is going to get brought up at the draft this year. Oh, absolutely. Like, you know they're going to play that clip. Yeah, they I don't think to. that anybody's, you know, this article came out this week, but and I don't think anybody at ESPN, I, I'm sure people have, like, hey, hey, Mel, are you going to retire? <laughs> this thing came out. But I definitely feel like they're going to bring it up at the draft yeah. and be like, hey, Mel, we've got this clip. Hey, play the footage from eight years ago. You know everybody he talks about that's going to be a good pro, they're going to be like, you want to give him eight years? Like, Shut up. Shut I up. I would totally do that. Troll him the entire time. Like, I bet that within at least eight years, this guy's good. Right, Mel? Yeah. That, that sound about good? Like, if we were giving him a time frame on uh, how long before he's good, like, you get eight, maybe? <laughs> Plus or minus? We'll, go, we'll yeah. start with eight. We'll put the over-under at eight. Eight sounds like a good round number to go with. Jimmy Clausen, man, I hated him. Uh, even when he was at Notre Dame, I didn't like him when he... Uh, That's the funny part. I never thought that Jimmy Clausen was going to be a good NFL no. quarterback. It, but it was also sandwiched in there with, you know, Brady Quinn and shit. And I just was, felt like it was the same type of deal where I know Clausen was highly recruited coming out of high school. And he had the higher ranking than right. Quinn. Quinn made his name while he was at Notre Dame, where as Clausen came to Notre Dame with the name. But then he spent all that time at Notre Dame, and I thought, wow, he looks very average and Clawson, not great enough to be having all the... Like, I shouldn't have known his name before he ever got to Notre Dame. During Clawson's time at Notre Dame, he did suffer from having one of the worst offensive lines I've ever seen. Right. And there he, were some things And as that, somebody who was a strict pocket passer, he was doomed at Notre Dame because that line was god-awful. So he just got right. beat up the, his entire time in South Bend. But it was still like, even when he was getting protection, he it was like, balls. I mean, you're, I mean, there was nothing special. You were there, okay. Yeah, there was nothing that made you say, yeah, that that's a next right. level guy. I could totally see it. So, but Mel, Mel was like, eight all years, that baby. same footage. He was like, yep, this guy's got eight it. Eight years, put him behind the line. Give him eight years. Put my reputation on it. I put my career on it. You'll be in the Super Bowl. Whoops. Sorry, Mel. <laughs> uh, let's let's just keep tweeting at Mel Kuyper, and hopefully he responds to us. Just let him know. Just just keep no, just keep tweeting to him, but then at the end of everyone, hashtag eight years. <laughs> <laughs> Ask him if our show is going to be good in eight years. Oh. Ask him if our show will be the pinnacle in eight years. Oh, I feel like he could burn us too easily with that, though. <laughs> There'd be too many good ways for him to clap back on us on that one. That's a good point. Uh, all right. Well, if we I could give that. you fuckers 800 years and you wouldn't have a good show. Mm. Solid burn, Mel Kuyper. Damn, Mel. Yeah. Is Mel Kuyper on Twitter? I th- he is. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So there were two quarterbacks taken before Jimmy Claus in that draft. Can you name them? No. Sam Bradford <laughs> and uh, the man, Tim Tebow. Oh, man, what a shitty quarterback class that was. So one of them still in the league, barely. Yeah, barely. Uh, <laughs> Literally hanging wow. on by his two broken ACLs. That is a brutal quarterback class. 2010 draft. Jesus. Ugh. Ugh. Hey, you ever, it, like When classes like that come up, do you think GMs are just like, fuck it, this year's a waste? I got nothing. No, because those guys still went one twenty-seven, and then that's top true. of the second round. So yeah, I mean, the problem point. is that even when these guys come up, like I feel like this year's not that great, and those guys are still all going to get taken high. Yeah, that's a good point. So that's a fair point. All right, let's move on. Uh, let's talk a little uh, hockey news, kind of. There's a member of the Boston College hockey team who is out indefinitely after an altercation this past weekend. Uh, Kevin Lohan was at a Domino's in Boston at 2 a.m. when, according to his girlfriend, some guys started pushing from the back of the line. Next thing they know, someone sucker punches Lohan, knocks him out. He's a six foot five defenseman, and he could now be done for the season because of this. Um, 
Later, we found out uh, some updates to this story. So when we first heard it, uh, I actually was going to make a joke about uh, Lindsay Lohan's brother getting beat up. Turns out Kevin Lohan is actually Lindsay Lohan's cousin. So he is, he is related to Lindsay Lohan. Um, and then to make the story weirder, it was Philadelphia Eagles fans that sucker punched the dude. Uh, according to an email that was sent to Barstool Sports, a guy was taking in the Celtics 76ers game. There was some annoying Philadelphia fans there. Apparently, they were so annoying that Boston PD was hanging around the section that these guys were sitting in just waiting for shit to jump off. Nothing happened at the game, but when video of Lohan's assault came out, the Celtics fan noticed that it was the same dudes from the Celtics dun, Sixers game dun, dun. that were being douchebags. Yeah. So let's recap the, the story. Thickens. Let's recap the story. Lindsay Lohan's LeBron cousin, double, who plays hockey at BC, got sucker punched at a Domino's at 2 a.m. by a bunch of drunk asshole Philadelphia Eagles fans. What the fuck? This is why they're going to get dropped off in the nicer neighborhoods in Minnesota. Right. Because they're a bunch yeah. of fucking assholes. <laughs> and they want to fuck Tom Brady's bitch. I mean, come on, guys. Come on. Let's be civil. Jesus. I just love that Can't this, take y'all anywhere. I love that this turned out to be Lindsay Lohan's cousin. That's the part of the story that makes, that makes it so much better. You know, I rode in an elevator with uh, Michael Lohan, her Oh, our fucking loser ass dad. Yeah, we were in Fort Lauderdale and uh, we were going up to the condo and he came in with some chick and he had like a six pack of beer and uh, it was right after he was doing that celebrity rehab show. (laughs) So he like came in with beer and he like made eye contact with everybody in the elevator and was like, hey, how's it going? Hey, hey, how's it going? Like he wanted us to recognize him. So nobody, we were like, hey man, what's up? And then just like went back to what we were talking about just to piss him off. And then we got off the elevator. I was like, you know, that was Michael Lohan, right? And my buddy was like, yeah, I thought so. What a douche. <laughs> and right after rehab, it's just bring the, the doors are closing. I'm like, I'd like to fuck your daughter before she went all crazy and druggy. <laughs> Have a nice night, sir. Mean girls would have hit that. <laughs> Have a good one. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So there's there's a, there's my Lohan story combined. You're brushed with, with fame. Yeah, you know, I rode in an elevator with Michael Lohan. I I mean, I'm I don't. Did you go down with him? <laughs> Go up. What? Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Super Bowl is uh, coming up, and the Eagles are in it, as we mentioned. And uh, let's check in with the source of all our uh, favorite craft brood sports theater all time fan. Well, defensive lineman Fletcher Cox. He's the <laughs> original source for Craft Root Sports Theater, and he's back in the news. And uh, you all remember him because he's being sued by the guy in Carolina for banging his wife. Either way, this week he dropped maybe the biggest line of bullshit ever. Cox claims that he doesn't understand the hype around the Super Bowl because he's never watched one. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Football player who's never watched the Grew Super Bowl. Grew up his entire life playing football. Never um, watched one. Never watched the Super Bowl, huh? Mm-hmm. Never was just accidentally at nope. somebody's house. Nope. Nope. Didn't even like watching the commercials. Nope. Like, hmm. Mm. Not, sure mm. not sure what all the excitement is. Has no idea. Just... Went to bed early on that night, every night of his life. I mean, I guess if you're not playing in it, why would you want to watch it? Like, you're just like... Mm, no, that's... No. Mm-hmm. I've never played know. in a Super Bowl. Watched pretty much every one <laughs> since I've been alive. Uh, but Cox said, quote, I don't watch football. I don't watch sports. I've told y'all that before. I don't watch sports. You know that. I just bang married women. Yeah. I just want to put babies in them. Right. Isn't that what he said? Something like yeah. that. I, I want to get you pregnant. Yeah, I want to get you pregnant. <laughs> well, fuck you. Raw dog. 
Move up here. But we aren't stupid, and neither are savvy Twitter users. They called bullshit based on a tweet from February 1st, 2015, at the exact moment that the Patriots' Malcolm Butler famously intercepted Russell Wilson from the one-yard line to send the Seahawks home with a loss in the Super Bowl against... Obviously, the Patriots, who the Eagles are playing yeah. in a couple weeks. The tweet in question from Cox said, quote, wow, wow, wow. Sent at exactly 10 o'clock p.m. that night. Hmm. So hmm. either Cox is completely full of shit, and there's evidence, obviously, there to support that he watched at least one Super Bowl in his life, or he was banging someone else's wife at that exact moment <laughs> was coming and decided... There's no better way to express how great this pussy is than saying, wow, 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 at 10 o'clock. And it was a complete coincidence that at that moment, I had an interception. Oh, Fletcher Cox, I'm sorry. I am so sorry, dude. We're jo- just, we just got jokes. Dude, I-, I believe you. You've never watched the Super Bowl. Let's see who this is. Oh, okay, fine. Craft Sports, who's this? Is that you, Bookie? It's, B- it's Big Merg. <laughs> hey, Merg, what's up, buddy? What's up? <laughs> you just busted out the what's up. Well done, man. How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Figured I'd give you guys a sports a call and give you a uh, higher opinion. On on Fletcher Cox banging married women? Hey, who doesn't like a married woman on the side? <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, someone's, if, if someone's not keeping her happy, that's all. The, you, got, you don't have to worry about all the ancillary stuff. She's already got a husband. <laughs> sound logic i mean yeah the, sure that okay I, husbands hide your wives he was trying to get her to move away from her husband though like he wanted all that ancillary stuff oh but that's just a rookie mistake <laughs> <laughs> true story oh man merg it's good hearing from you man i figured i'd give you guys a call saw it saw it on the feed it's like yeah i gotta got call in here i enjoy the podcast and Hey, I appreciate it, man. Be uh, be happy knowing you're the first call we've ever taken during uh, Upper Deck. So congratulations on breaking that barrier, man. Hey, I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, we'll see, bud. Yep, take care. Broke the Big seal bird. during a cock story. <laughs> uh, Boyle uh, commented more like Fletcher Cox. No! Goddamn Zing. good point. <laughs> Fletcher Cox. I like that All right, let's, uh, let's move on. This is... Um, this is a super weird story. A little bit of Canadian controversy on this one. Oh, hey. Hey, yeah. Hey. There's a dude, Kevin Ooms, who is a super fan of the Saskatchewan Rush Box Lacrosse team. Uh, Kevin attends all of the Rush home games as his alter ego, Rush Hulk. Uh, <laughs> okay. He wears an incredible Hulk mask and Hulk hands and then proceeds to go nuts, riling up the crowd in his section. This year, Rush Hulk was looking to add the uh, the muscle suit to his uh, to his repertoire, and uh, he was going to wear that to a game in Calgary that Rush fans are planning uh, a trip to attend. But Calgary Roughnecks have said that he can't come to the game in costume. Why? Um, from a Calgary Herald report, the team's vice president said, quote, We don't believe it's proper safety or security to have any official mascot or unofficial mascot of the visiting team in a home venue. He doesn't know the building. What if he falls down or steps on somebody? <laughs> falls down. Fans get intense and home fans get protective. And when you've got mascots from visiting teams, it's trouble. Uh, end quote. Sure. I don't. I don't get it, but I fucking love this idea that this is like 
this dude was like, I'm getting the muscle suit and I'm going to Calgary. Became the and unofficial Calgary, mascot of this team. Right. And Calgary was like, nah, you're not bringing that muscle <laughs> suit over here. What if you, what if you fall down and hurt yourself? The, this team vice president gave the same reason that my parents told me I can't like go out after dark when I was little. What, what if, if you, you trip? Down? What if you trip and hurt yourself? Yeah. And it's dark out. We'll never find you. <laughs> we won't not, ever find not you. Not with that muscle suit and Hulk hands you got on. <laughs> How are you going to get back up? You got Hulk hands. <laughs> you're just down on the ground forever. You could sue us. It's a fucking liability. <laughs> Not having it. Not having it. I'm, I'm Not like, up in here. Is it? Is it that intense in a Canadian box lacrosse league that fans are like throwing down if somebody shows up in a is Hulk that, mask is that and Hulk hands? team's mascot, or is that just some guy in a Hulk outfit? Is, it, is that the Hulk? I, I will fuck that guy. Up. I bet you I could take the Hulk. I bet you you can't. All right, we'll see about that. And then rush. That's Hulk. actually probably exactly how that conversation goes. Well, there's a lot more A's and a boots in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Guys are wearing a Hulk outfit. What if that's all a boot? I'm going to finish this Molson, and I'm going after him. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Afterwards, we're hitting up Tim Hortons. Let's go. Let me chug this Labatt, and I'm out. <laughs> I mean, at least they were nice and told him, you know, don't come so people don't beat you up. Those are Canadians <laughs> being nice, you know? That is true. But they did. They, like, tried to sugarcoat it with, oh, you might fall down, though. Be careful. Like slippery, <laughs> right? It would have been way better if the Calgary vice president was like, "Nah, man, you don't want that on you. They're gonna tear you up." Uh, quote: "You don't want them problems. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we don't want you here. You don't want them problems. You know, yeah, our fans are rowdy rough. It's probably not good, man. You show up on a Hulk outfit, you're liable to die. <laughs> our fans don't fuck around. <laughs> oh man! All right, there you go." All right, because this is the Tom Brady hour. Apparently, it's uh, uh, possible to uh, say no to Giselle, I guess. Uh, um, most people wouldn't be able to do it. I mean, I you know, I guess I couldn't. You know, she's right there in my face. I wouldn't really say no. But <laughs> Tom Brady is no mortal man. He's, he's a god, and he's been able to say no. Um, it's not news that Giselle wants Tom to trade in his cleats for Crocs full time. But what is news this week is <laughs> how she's line. gone about trying to. Yeah, that's <laughs> genius. The writers on this show are they're awesome. How she's trying to convince him is pretty uh, unique. Um, it came out this week that Giselle enlisted the help of one of Tom's former college teammates to try to convince him to retire during a vacation that they were all on this past spring. Former NFL kicker Jay Feely says that Giselle tried to get him to convince Brady to retire, to which Feely told Brady to play as long as he can. That was met with a smile and a wink from Tom. I love that Giselle is just like, all right, maybe if maybe if Feely talks to him. Yeah. That's, that's what's going to do absolutely nothing I could do to possibly convince the man to retire. But, but if Feely talks to him. Jay. Jay's got that magic touch. <laughs> maybe he'll fondle his balls in just the right way that Tom likes. I can't ever seem to get it right. <laughs> he doesn't let me touch his penis. I don't, yeah. I don't get yeah. it. He's, he's always just shooing it away every time I try to but get Jay, near it. But Jay seems to have that Midas <laughs> touch on Tom's penis. I'll ask him if, he'll get it, if he can get Tom to retire. <laughs> It's so it's so weird. It is. Why, JP? I can't believe we're disrespecting Tom like that so much right now. It's like we don't respect greatness. You know, we should respect greatness. Let's move on out of respect for the greatness of Tom Brady. Let's it's like we're on. just a bunch of fucks from LeBron just a, James Welfare State. Look, man, you're just a hater. That's all it is. You're just right. a hater. I know. Don't respect greatness. Moving I'm on. butthurt. <laughs> 
moving on. Uh, we'll close out up deck with this story. This week at the Alpine Ski World Cup event. That's right. We're bringing you all of the news this week. This is upper deck, goddammit. We're going. Everything is on the table. We're going to the Alpine Ski World Cup. Hitting the fucking slopes. There was a Norwegian slalom skier, Henrik. Did you say Norway? Norwegian. Yes, he was. Yeah, Norwegian. white country. None of them shitholes. Continue. This is somebody that we would welcome into the country. That's Henrik right. Christofferson was in his final run of the event. He was looking to take first place over his rival, Marcel Herscher. Learn the names, people. Get them ready, because uh, Winter Olympics are coming up. During his run, fans started throwing snowballs at Christofferson. Those jerks. He ended up finishing second behind Herscher. Uh, he did admit that the snowballs did not impact the outcome, saying that the, that he wouldn't have beat Hersher even if there were no snowballs. But nonetheless, he was pretty uh, pissed off about the whole thing. And in typical Norwegian temperament, said, not cool. Not cool at all. That was it. That was, he, he was like, just, he was fired up. Not cool. I love this idea, though, of fans throwing snowballs. How, have the, how has this not happened before it went at any Olympics. Winter Olympics, I don't know. Like the it, there's Seems snow everywhere. Made. Yeah, there's snow everywhere. You can whip snowballs at everybody. Sean White. <laughs> hey, here comes the flying tomato. Well, he's gone. <laughs> Especially doing all them flips and shit. That's oh. you got no defense. You're going down, and that would be great TV. I would love to see. The I mean, with the Olympics this year, the athletes in, dodging uh, snowballs in South Korea, I could see some. North Koreans coming across the the border and throwing nah, man, snowballs. They, they they're getting together. They 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 shook hands. That's what I'm saying. Cool. I can see the North Korean fans coming across the border and throwing snowballs. Oh oh, and they're not going to make it very far. They're yeah, they're going to like you. fall like right in front of them, but they're going to throw them. There's some Tom Fuller there. We're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> they made a pact so they can kill us all. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. <laughs> we're all fucked. Uh, we'll cross your name off this hit list if you let us play in the Olympics. <laughs> All right, cool, man. Thanks. Done. <laughs> That's Upper Deck. Brought to you, goddamn it. Brought to you by GameFly and Snowballs and Tom Brady and Jay Feely. <laughs> man, love. Respect Tom Brady, Scott. Okay. Show the man respect. I know he's so good. He God. deserves all all the respect, all the love. Just a hater, I man. Know. All right, let's. Since we're talking about, well, should we do white motherfucker real quick uh, before we get into? NFL conspiracy theories. Mm, sure. If you're ready for it, I'm ready. I think so. Joe, let's do a check real quick. Joe, where are we at on shares? We have 23 shares. Two more shares, people. Two more shares, and we're doing a shot of Fireball. So let's get uh, let's get the shot of Hypnotic ready for me. Because Scott, <laughs> Scott is sure that I'm going to get this right, which means I will whiff horribly on this question. Uh, but this is a part of the show where Scott asked me a question about 90s hip-hop R&B, if I get it right. Uh, I am not the white motherfucker for the week. Uh, normally, Scott would have to chug a, a Smirnoff, but we don't have one. If I get it wrong, I got to do a shot of Hypno. So if you get it right, then I got to do a shot of Fireball. The timing on this seems kind of fucked up. No, I mean, there's Smirnoff up, upstairs. If oh, you want to run there? up and grab one if oh. I get it right. Well, that's a producer's oh. job. <laughs> that's a huh? good point. What? <laughs> I think that we're treating Joe like an intern. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it'll have to do. <laughs> <laughs> got to get them feet wet, son. Not respecting the talent. <laughs> All right. Uh, white motherfucker question of the week. Hit me with it. Uh, well, we have yet to do. We discussed it um, on finishing lines. Mm. And this week, I'm going to have you finish the lines. This does not sound good for me. famous hip-hop song. 
This does not sound good at all. <clears throat> and it's going to be read, the, the verses are going to be read in the, the tone of one Crap Root Sports Theater. <laughs> oh, God, okay. <clears throat> <laughs> 850-IS, if you need a lift. Who's the kid in the drop? Who else? Will Smith. <laughs> Continue. That's all the lead-in I get? That's all the lead-in you need, motherfucker. Here, the song's getting jiggy with it. Now go. Dude, there's only the only lines in getting jiggy with it I know are getting jiggy with it. Na, 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 na. You That's are a it. white motherfucker. That's the only lines of that song I know. You don't know the, the, the lyrics to a Will Smith song who's like the whitest rap. I know the lyrics not to white. I know the lyrics to the Fresh Prince theme song. I know the lyrics to Parents Just Don't Understand. Later, Will Smith just wasn't, uh, it wasn't doing it for me, man. I know getting jiggy with it, nah, 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 nah. You are <laughs> the whitest of motherfuckers. <laughs> I thought you'd at least get a couple of lines. Couldn't even tell you what part of that song is. Like it's a, the third part of the song. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, after the first part. two nah, 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 nah <laughs> parts for you? Yeah. yeah. Jesus, man. You white the bastard. third part of the song. Look at even Brendan got it. <laughs> Um, what did he say? What's what are the words? I don't know the words. Living the life some consider a myth. Ride from South Street to one two fifth. Women used to tease me, give it to me now, nice and easy. Since I moved up like George, George and Weezy. Weezy, I got that part. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Jesus, man! You know what I could be if like. I would be just the backup for a rapper where I just like came in on the words that rhymed. That's <laughs> You'd be all, Puff Daddy. That's all I As I rapped on stage, yeah, you'd like, be the hype wheezy. man. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, give it to him. What? Cheesy. Na, 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 Hey, yeah. Pump it up, pump it up. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. You white bastard. Sorry, man. That's, I'm and that sorry. was what I said. If you get this, you're real white, because I mean, rapping Will Dude, Smith. Dude, I even isn't told you when black. you texted me earlier, and you were like, hey, <laughs> but at "You're the gonna same get time, this one." I was like, "Not, no, I'm not. getting it." You're extra white. Yeah, I, I'm oh, super Jesus. white. I will, I will admit it. I'd like that Joe can't look me in the <laughs> eye. Jim said, "Luda." <laughs> <laughs> of course, we get a call after that. Uh, that embarrassment. Damn, <laughs> Brendan said to treat Joe like the Harvey Weinstein intern. Oh, Crawford uh, Sports. Who's this? Hey, this is Mel Kuyper Jr. <laughs> What's up, Mel? I think that if you watch the film, if you watch the film of Jimmy Clausen, it, all right, I'm going to stop that shit. This is <laughs> Mel, Mel, are you still there? Are you retired? What's that? I, I said, Mel, are, I don't are, retire. Are, are you retired? I don't retire. Not for real, though. I was going to turn off you guys' fucking podcast, though, because you didn't open up with an XFL-style rap song, man. It was uh, it was on the list. Beer. This is podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you mean we should have created our own? Because there, there was a thought that we would open up the show and that would be the drop. with. Uh, yeah. But you know what? Actually, that should be our homework for next episode is to come up. You white motherfucker. I'm looking in your direction. Come up with a rap <laughs> for the Craft Brood Sports in the style of the XFL. I will take that on. Yes, right. I will totally do that. Because <laughs> I will get a can rhyming you, dictionary and listeners, make this work. All CBS listeners That's out there, can you rap? If the answer is no, apply at this website. <laughs>
No, seriously. Actually, I think that this would be a good one. I, I feel like we should do user submitted entries for this. This, <laughs> this could be really good to have people you know, actually. Craft root sports theme song. Yeah, just having people rap to the theme of that god awful XFL uh, theme song. <laughs> only yeah. fit the lyrics to be more craft root sportish. Yep. Yep. I'm god, 100% I, actually, in on I, this. I'm going to do this. This is going to yes. be fun. All right. Let's. Uh, thank you for the idea. Because holy shit. Thank this you, is Mel. Be great. <laughs> I think you have a second uh, a second career as a uh, call in suggester <laughs> on Thank podcasts. You. Thank you. Although I'm a little pissed off because you guys were offending Canadians earlier. You know, oh, I'm going to drink a Labatt. You know, why don't you guys just boil some polar ice? Eh? <laughs> That's polar ice. Take some shots, eh? Well, Mel didn't know you were all so insensitive and had a Canadian accent when needed to, but we'll take you up on that. Yeah, I'm really fucking insensitive. And you know what? You know what? Fuck Maine and fuck that uh, uh, Billy Swift welfare state. All right, Mel, thanks for bringing the heat. Tom Brady's from Maine, right? Yeah, he is. Sure. Yeah, that's I mean, that's what I gathered from everything we've learned today. Yeah. All right. <laughs> who the fuck is Billy Swift? I don't know. I did a Google search for athletes from Maine, so I don't even know what the fuck that is. <laughs> I love that this show right, so guys. far has just been one big continue. inside joke. All right, man, thanks for the call. Thanks, Mel. <laughs> yeah, con- continue, man. I'll, I'll be tuning into the Super Bowl show next week. All right. Peace, guys. All I'm right, out. See you, man. I, yeah, this whole show has been one long inside joke so far. Um, let's not let's talk XFL since since it was brought up. Oh God, um, you were super excited for that announcement when uh, it came out that Vince McMahon was revealing at three p.m. some press conference, and everybody was all excited because they knew the XFL was coming back. No, back up because at first I thought, oh my God, here we go. At first I wasn't excited. You did. Then That's true. I will give you. We that. all started talking about the possibilities, and as I thought through the possibilities and we discussed them, then I did become really amped up. And then I had a raging hard boner at three o'clock, only to immediately go blue balls <laughs> during the fifteen-minute <laughs> press conference. It was a waste of everybody's fucking. It was time. a horrible press conference. Vince it was McMahon. So bad. Essentially, he talked about three things that he was going to do with the XFL. Never really went into any details, but he said the game needs to be faster. He wants to get it done in about two hours. Uh, he wants to emphasize player safety, um, and. Those make, motherfuckers won't have any social issues st- and they'll yeah. be standing during the national yeah. anthem. The, yeah, those were essentially what he... Although he did say no uh, criminal activity. Yeah. even And he specified randomly, I think even a DUI would disqualify you, which yeah. was the weirdest thing to like call out. Uh, As if he knew the question was coming about Johnny Manziel and he right. just wanted to get out in front of it. But even though it specifically why said... Why DUI? Like, yeah. I mean... With everything Johnny Manziel has I feel done. like murder would eliminate you. <laughs> would it, Vince? I feel like it would eliminate you on a lot of levels. But okay, good to know you couldn't play in the league with the murder sheet. <laughs> I just don't... Uh, the Vince McMahon had an opportunity here because with fans, and, and not just uh, people who are saying they're leaving because of the anthem protest, fans in general are down on football right now. Yes. And Vince McMahon had the opportunity to fill a void that we really need. Like we need something. I think a faster product is a great idea. Nobody wants to watch three hour football games anymore. 
Everybody wants a quick game. If if you could get a game done in two hours, I'd be on board with that. Yeah, but how's he even gonna make it? That's what you come in. You come kicking in the door with. Uh, you come in with a shotgun. You open up the door with a shotgun, right? Oh, right, boom! We're gonna have this amazing league. All right, what are you gonna do? And then you don't fire the gun the rest of the time. <laughs> like you open up the door with the shotgun, and then you just click. Click, click, you're just <laughs> shooting blanks the rest of the time. Because, okay, great, in theory, a two-hour game, but how are you going to accomplish that, Vince? Ah, we don't have that figured out yet. Okay. Well, yeah, that was uh, Where are you going to have players from? Well, we don't have that figured out yet. We've got two years to figure this out. Man, do you know how much happens in two years? <laughs> Man, I, I don't remember what happened 20 minutes ago. You expect me to care about a league that's not going to be formed in two until, for two years, and you can't give me any details other than, yeah, there's going to be ten teams. We're going to have... Uh, Four each in the playoffs, championship game. We want it to be under two hours. We have no idea how we're going to get any of those things <laughs> to happen. And no Deweys. Yeah. <laughs> no Deweys. And standing for the damn national anthem. I mean, it was so generic and stupid. Like, it didn't say we're going to have, you know. And here's how I feel like it could have been. One, if they would have, I mean, they made a mistake if they were coming into this and didn't want to be exactly like the XFL was before. In that Obviously, the XFL had some serious missteps, the first thing. But if you're not going to rebrand it completely and change the name, then why use the same name? Because the XFL before came at you as, hey, we're going to be completely different than the NFL. We're going to give you basically the exact opposite of what the NFL does. This sounds like the NFL just was shittier players. Right. And no real details about how they're going to be any different other than that we hope to be. Yeah. I mean, you know. So, I mean, in theory, it's good, but the way they could have done it is, hey, we're going to do all the things that we did for the XFL, but we're going to eliminate anything that was, like, over-the-top dangerous or, hey, it was funny to, you know, have cheerleaders and locker room shots, but, okay, that was kind of, you know, corny and cheesy, and we're not going to do that because, hey, it's misogynistic really bad in 2018, <laughs> so uh, going to eliminate that. Like, eliminate all the bull crap and just keep, like, hey, we're going to define what a catch is. And you know what? When you were watching football when you grew up in the 90s and you knew exactly what a catch was, we're going to go back to that. And replays aren't going to take 20 minutes. Like, basically just bullet point and go anti everything that people hate about Well, that's the what NFL. I'm saying. They could, they could have, like, Would've listed that out. real simple. Right. And instead gave us nothing, and it was just, uh, we'll be back in two years. Yeah. So, uh, do you That rap song was the most planned out thing about that <laughs> presser. And you saw how that turned out. Like, complete shit. So it was real disappointing. It was god-awful. It gave you nothing and said, hey, but check back in in two years, we promise. You'll enjoy us. Yeah, well, and that's the weirdest part, too, is it's like, what do you... Like, what is the the plan? Like, why even have this press conference right. knowing that you don't have the, the there was information no that reason for the press conference? From. This no. is the future. No, <laughs> God. This is what plays in hell. Now we're going to get sued by the non-existent XML. Vince is out there monitoring podcasts to see who's playing this shit. This is... This is dumb, is what this is. Right. I just, it was just like the biggest missed opportunity. I mean, it sounds, and I mean, what the XFL thrived on was, you know, the individuality and the uniqueness. It's like, hey, we're going to embrace player celebration and we're going to embrace, you know, all the, the stuff that, you know, no 15 yard penalties here for ridiculous shit. And hey, I'm guessing 
controversial. I think that's what they could have. They should have gone that route of like, yes. look, even with the NFL bringing back celebrations, there's still the no fun league. Yes. We're going to be the fun league. Yes. It's going to be entertaining to watch our guys. You don't need Mike Pereira in New York right. per- telling you what a fucking catch is because you're going to be watching it in real time we're and know have, exactly what a catch is. We're going to have guys mic'd up playing throughout the game so that you can hear on the field what's going on. That would be so fucking cool right. to hear. Like hearing somebody talk trash as they're running around, that'd be amazing. Hell, even when we talked about that indoor football league that ran this entire year off of voting by by fans on what plays they were going to run on each play. Ooh, At least yeah, that was that something completely <laughs> original and innovative. Yeah. And that was one for team. If Vince had said, hey, we're going to do something exactly like that and just basically kind of stole that idea but tweaked it and made it their own, like, all right, you can't have every single play be player picked, but we're going to do something like that. I mean, he kind of alluded to that because it's like, this is your game. Uh, he also sounded like death. Yeah, he really did. He sounded uh, horrible. Robert, like, I don't even know if he's going to make it two more years. Robert says he gives it about two, maybe three seasons. I think that's super generous. I'm, I don't even know that this thing ever gets off the ground. That's what I'm I thinking. Mean, two I years from now, are we even talking about? I feel like in two years from now, we're going to be like, hey, remember when the XFL was a thing for 10 minutes? <laughs> remember when that two-day period when the XFL was a thing? <laughs> when the new 30 for 30 comes out and it's like the XFL part two. And the XFL and that just, never was. Yeah, it was just like, uh, here's the press conference, and that's it. That's all they no, did. No, that's it. here's the rap song. <laughs> Here's the rap song. It'll be the intro and the outro. This is the end of the XFL. That's yeah. <laughs> this was the XFL. I don't know. It just, it was, it's All right, now you were time. excited. You wanted it to be like a development league though, right? Like you were hoping for something. Well, I was sitting there thinking the way that it would be or exciting. Or replacing college football is what you were really No, okay, wanting. no, no. I, I, and the more I thought about it, it wasn't necessarily that I wanted to replace college football. I wanted it to be an alternative to going to college for guys that wanted to skip past the, the BS of not getting paid. So say there's guys, I mean, because I know there's plenty of people that want to play at college and, you know, there's the tradition and there's all that. They've grown up. That's fine. And go do that. But there's also a huge amount of guys who, as you know, you can tell from basketball where it's like, hey, there's one and done rule. I'm only here because I got to be. And then I'm going to the league. Well, there's plenty of guys that if given the opportunity in the NFL, if they, you know, shortened their, you already see every year there's more and more juniors. So clearly these guys just are going, a lot of them, there's a lot of guys that are going for the three years just to check off the box so they can go to the NFL. Well, if this was a go-between where it was like, the NFL, obviously the NFL wasn't going to change their rule for this league, but if it was just like, hey, we're here to offer an alternative to college. You don't want to go to college, but you still want to get paid and still want to be in a league where you're playing football. You're not just sitting there for three years. Come to the XFL. Oh, guys that got cut from training camp and, you know, were fringe rosters or you're on the practice squad or something, hey, come to the XFL. And then you get competition from guys that were almost on the NFL to guys that are just coming out of high school who are trying to be. And obviously, if you don't make it, then you're still kind of in that limbo either way. And, hey, you take that risk of, eh, if you forego college and try to go to sign on with an XFL team, don't that's a risk you take, right? I mean, you could be completely yeah. screwed. But I like the idea of there being this in-between league that kind of feeds off of both of them. I can see that. I think this next caller will have some thoughts on that. Craft Root Sports, who's this? Hey, it's Bucky Bonds. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Bucky, what's going on, man? Listen, I thought your show was a wicked pisser once upon a time. But what's this I hear about you disrespecting the greatest of all time, Mr. Tom Brady? 
Well, uh, I mean, we're, we're very disrespectful fucks on this show, and so it's kind of what we do. Did, did we offend you? Uh, yeah, I'm fucking offended. Uh, listen, I heard, uh, to make up for it, I've got, uh, I know I sound a little bit like a Kennedy. <laughs> but, uh, it's JFK starring in The Departed. Is what this accent is. I, 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 I am not, not a cop. A descendant of John F. Kennedy or Robert Kennedy or Ted Kennedy or one of the other ones. But listen, the other day, so I heard glam, the best rap song I've ever heard, and I made up one about the fucking pets. And it goes like this. Uh, I love Belichick. I want to kiss him on the neck. I want Brady thick. It's nice and plump and thick. That's all I got, but I'm working on it. I'll probably call next week for the Super Bowl. That's a pretty solid start. (laughs) Could could you recite that again for those who weren't listening or or may have missed it? How did that go again? It's, it's, uh, hold on, let me take another bite of my chowder here. Hold on. It goes like this. Uh, uh, I love Belichick. I want to kiss him on the neck. I want Brady's dick. It's nice and plump and thick. <laughs> I, I think you got the makings of something good there. I, I want to hear the finished product. Yeah. yeah that's, that's pretty good start there, though. It's wicked. Wicked awesome. <laughs> Again, this is Bucky Bonds, uh, <laughs> descendant of uh, one of the Kennedys, <laughs> perhaps, and uh, go Pats in the Super Bowl. We're going to win another ring. Thanks for the call, Good night, gentlemen. <laughs> Good night. Our callers are the best. Oh, that was good. It's been Craft Fruit Sports, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. There's no fucking topping that shit. <laughs> My stomach hurts. I can't. I can't breathe right now. Oh, goodness. That was amazing. Um, not how I thought that call was going to go. <laughs> no. Uh, um, I yeah. The XFL sucks. Moving on <laughs> from yeah. that. Uh, so there's been a lot of talk. Speaking of the Pats and the Super Bowl, a lot of talk this week about conspiracy theories in the NFL, and uh, the thinking is. That the Patriots are cheaters, and there was evidence of that from, <gasps> yeah, the the evidence that people are pointing to is uh, there was a referee, like, seen smiling and laughing with the Patriots in no, the end zone. They wouldn't do that. And the first person. They might do it once and walk through the Super Bowl. They might do it twice with the plated footballs. <laughs> There's no way that they would do it a third time. Uh, there the was out here. <laughs> there was a. Uh, uh, the the head referee from the game was the first one to congratulate Tom Brady after the win. People Pat pointing him on to the that. Ass. Yeah, gave him gave him the old the old grundle tap. Uh, now the the referee in the end zone, they have shown what happened. There was a, a, almost a fight, and he like went to break up a fight. But the freeze frame makes it look like he was smiling. Yeah, the freeze frame. Hugging. Well, he breaks up this fight, and then he sees two other people like pushing, and he comes over to like break it up, and realizes it's two Patriots players, and was like, Haha, I'm a dumbass. My bad, fellas. Huh. So it's not as bad as it looked, but that freeze frame looked horrible. And people are... There's also... I Because I was looking into this, I went down this rabbit hole of YouTube videos. There is like a whole string of YouTube videos dedicated to NFL conspiracy theories 
basically the same way that there's 9-11 conspiracy theories where you can just like, <laughs> it's like weird music and they freeze frame stuff and highlight things and everything's taken Where'd out they of context. Get this camera angle. <laughs> <laughs> like they pointed to the Vikings Saints game and they're like, now watch this defensive tackle as he has a shot at the quarterback and spins inexplicably away. <laughs> And they break down each play and show their proof as to why the NFL is fixed. Um, I don't personally believe in these conspiracy theories that the game is fixed and that the NFL wants one team to win over the other. However, I do think Vegas has a rooting interest in how some of these games end up. Specifically, that Vikings. Uh, uh, we got 25 game. shares, by the way. Oh, God damn it. All right, uh, Joe, fire up the fireball. Oh, God, that's going to be hypnotic in that fireball shot. That's going to be disgusting. Hypnotic in your face. I mean, how long have you had this bottle? Jeez. It's been a while because I don't drink fireball. I'm pretty sure the cinnamon has like solidified it's on the cat. The I, cat I, I came on that lid. <laughs> um, we'll get back to my point about games being fixed here in a minute. Craft Root Sports, who's this? It is JB, goddamn. Oh, goddamn it, JB. What's up, man? What's going on, man? Fuck. How's everybody? Oh, we're just trying to open up a fireball bottle. <laughs> Why on earth would you do that? Because we're at 25 shares and we need to do a shot, and um, I'm not wasting good Jameson. Shit coming off. <laughs> Let me see. It. Oh, I, th- I thought you were about to say I'm not wasting good hypnotic on that. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it looks like we're going to have to do hypnosis. None of us can get this open. What's up, JB? <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, that's on the I, did I just hear you say that uh, Vegas conspiracies? So were you confirming that Scott's right about Vegas going to the, the Stanley Cup finals? Yep. Sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking hockey. That's what it was. <laughs> just, just double checking. <laughs> Look at this. You goddamn pussies. Oh, no, I didn't get it. I, yeah, I was going to say, no, you didn't. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> I felt something spin. <laughs> Just the bottom ring. (laughs) It's you twisting the bottle. The bottom ring spun, and I got really excited for a second. (laughs) Uh, JB, you got anything to talk about? Um, Well, we've got a. I know you kind of, sort of covered like the that there was some sort of not halftime, as Scott would put it, but there was some intermission entertainment that you covered. Uh, last week or two weeks ago, but you know, there's the rest of that That's event, came. the All Star Game and the Skills Competition. Oh yeah, That's coming up this weekend. So, you know, what? Okay, I so might be in the, the minority of NHL fans that actually kind of enjoys it. But no, I think the Skills Competition for the NHL is kind of fun to watch because they do some crazy shit in that Skills Competition. Uh, the game itself, I could take it or leave it, but. Um, now, have you watched it since they uh, they reset the format to threes instead of five on five? No, they do three on three. Yeah, they do. Uh, it's a fourteen three on three tournament. That could be kind of fun to watch. So it's like um, what was the old school uh, NBA Jam type NHL hockey game? Uh, hits? Yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't hits. It was before hits. But I I Open owned ice? that game. Yeah, I don't. PlayStation? Yeah, I can't remember what it was, but it was yeah. really fun, and it was three on three. Yeah, I think it was NHL Open Ice, maybe. And if you like, if I you think. got if you got too close to the goalie, he would check you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, they, I know. Um, 
was it on 360? I, I forget what it was called, but they had another three-on-three game. Yeah. Either way, though, that I mean, that's cool. I kind of like that idea. All right. So three-on-three. That's yeah. a good. That's a good. Uh, and you said it's a tournament. Yeah, they do. Um, I forget how they set it up. If they do the two, I think they do the two Western Conference teams playing each other, and then the two Eastern Conference, and then later on in the day, the the winners play for the big check. I I forget what the (laughs) the prize is, but... And now it's the big game check! (laughs) JB, our our, uh, hockey expert, everybody. (laughs) They play for something. They just do something. It's it's an all-star game. Who really gives a shit? I mean, it's not like baseball where you're actually playing for home field advantage or something (laughs) stupid like that. Well, they ditched that, so... All right, so... Okay, uh, well... So Good. you're doing a great job selling us on this uh, on this All Star game. Um, I do like the idea of a three on three tournament. When is this All Star? You said it's this weekend. What's up? You said the All Star game was this weekend. Yeah, the skills competition is Saturday. The game's on Sunday. Oh, right. fuck that! It directly competes with NFL Pro Bowl, and I'm locked in for that. <laughs> I can't do it. Is that a smart move, <laughs> JB? Is that a smart move by the NHL to go head to head with the NFL Pro Bowl? Arguably one of the best all-star games ever conceived. <laughs> I, I can, I can feel the sarcasm over here. So no, it's, it's with yeah. the numbers that the Pro Bowl brings in. Do you think that the NHL was it a smart move? Serious question. <laughs> Wait, I, I missed your serious question. <laughs> okay, let's rank uh, all-star games top to bottom. You have uh, okay. You're out of the top four. JB, obviously, you're going to put right. hockey at number one. Uh, yeah. Scott, I'm guessing you're going baseball uh, as the number one all-star game. No, I actually think basketball is the best. It's just a go, bunch of dunks. I was going to go basketball, too, because they don't play defense. <laughs> yeah, it's, really, it's just a bunch of dunks and really That's why when they revealed the rosters this week and somebody was like, man, LeBron's got a killer team. I'm like, who gives a shit? They don't play yeah. defense. Like It's just whoever has oh, the ball right. last. I love the baseball all-star game, but I would put it at two. All right, uh, Joe, where's, what's your number one? Basketball, for basketball, sure. Okay, I think so, NFL is by far the worst. So basketball takes the lead uh, in our rankings here. Uh, I've... I will say I've never watched the Hockey All-Star game, but it sounds fun. I have seen the Hockey All-Star game, but I didn't know what I was watching. <laughs> like, I How watched you it. Know what you were watching? No, 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 no. I mean, I knew on. what I was watching, but I'm saying I this was more recently where I wasn't very familiar with a lot of the players. And so when I tuned in, I'm sitting there watching it, and I'm like, I, I know oh, I know that guy. Uh, I know that guy. (laughs) Why are they wearing different jerseys? This is weird. (laughs) It's the All-Star game. The what? They do what now? (laughs) All-Stars. Back in my day. Uh, Tank says the Pro Bowl is the worst All-Star game Yeah, it really is. No, it's hands down. The Pro Bowl sucks. There's nothing redeemable about the Pro Bowl except for for an ending. Yeah, so I think think Pro Bowl, we would all agree, is the worst. So uh, two and three would be toss-up between hockey and baseball. Yeah, based on what JB is selling, because he's he's doing a damn fine job of selling on how awesome this All Star game is. It's, I mean, I'm not trying to say it's awesome. It's just better than the other All Star games, which still isn't setting a very high bar. So, are the four teams? Is it like they do like a tournament type deal where one, like two yeah, teams go against play, each other, uh, and the winner goes against each winner? Uh, and it's all in, I don't know, a matter of like three hours. You've got three games. Well, that's see, that's cool that's too. If they're cool. jamming them in, there's not like a waiting yeah. period. So it's like watching. Uh, it's like when you stumble into an ice rink and like there's an open skate game that broke out, and then 
only it's the best players in the world. Kind of, sort of, yeah. Okay, that's fair. And they, kind of I was kind of that. disappointed that they uh, they killed the fantasy draft that the NBA stole the idea from the NHL. But oh, I didn't realize the NBA stole that from the, the NHL. NH- you the didn't NHL know that? started no. the fantasy oh, draft yeah. in the All Star Games. Yeah, that's I was gonna awesome. say the NHL did do that first, and when they first did it, I remember saying that's a damn good idea that uh, more sports. Mm-hmm. And actually, the yeah. NFL did it. Second, they, the NFL was the yeah. second sport to do that, hmm. and then yeah, and then now basketball um, finally got around to it. What what made it even better was the NHL televised it, and yeah. you could tell that probably three quarters of the players were getting hammered during the draft. So when they got drafted and got up on stage, things either were super hilarious or super awkward. Did anybody put their dick in a trophy? Because we've seen athletes do that, soccer players specifically. There, well, there wasn't a trophy because it's just the All Star <laughs> game, but. Hmm. Yeah, the participation trophy. Though. No, that, that's a big no. <laughs> the giant checks that they get as uh, game winnings. <laughs> the big. I check. mean, if you want to risk that kind of a paper cut, mm, I would. Point. Anything to put my dick on. <laughs> <laughs> JB, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it, bud. Dan, we 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 got oh, a uh, oh, we okay, got a segment sorry. to get to. Oh, we do have a segment to get to. Oh, we are do you have a segment are you doing the to. segment? Uh, oh, is that how this is going? Oh boy. Okay. All right, so JB has an idea, uh, ladies and gentlemen, for a new segment on the show. And we'll let you guys decide whether or not uh, we keep this segment. So it's up to you guys. Uh, Let us know in the comments whether or not this is a good one to keep. JB will now ask us. He will present a name. And we have to guess whether that name is an MMA fighter or a hockey player. Uh, What happens if we're wrong? We never really discussed that. We didn't establish what happens if we're wrong. I don't know. And how many many we're going through? I think we should just do one each time, right? Oh, okay. Right? Is that we just won't? I, I got mean... three, but okay. Well, then let's yeah, do we'll three. do three. Okay, we'll do three. It'll be the best of three. Okay, the best of three. All right. Uh, yeah. First, uh, first name. Hit us with the JB. First name. Mirko Krokop. That's an MMA fighter, hockey player. Is, is Joe getting in on this? Uh, MMA. It is an MMA fight. Boom! One nothing. Fuck you, white motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Booyah! All right, Joe, hit us with number two. All right. Number two, Miko Koivu. That's a hockey player. Hockey. Hockey. Get a hockey player. All right, I have officially won this round. Of... No, we could tie. <laughs> oh, we could tie. That's Bitch. true. But we're not going to tie. Bad. You don't know how to do math. We're not going to tie. I officially won this round. Go ahead, JB. Who's the third one? All right, last fuck. one. Brooks Orpic. Scott, you go first. No, go ahead. <laughs> what do you think that is? I'm going to go uh, UFC, you son of a bitch. I'm going to go an MMA fighter as well. <laughs> uh, it's hockey. It's a hockey player. Oh, um, I still beat Scott. Good. <laughs> you still couldn't rap Will Smith, you white son of a bitch. Uh, that's, uh, I think if we come up with a good punishment, that could be a good segment on the show. Uh, MMA fighter or hockey player. JB, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, I like that one, actually. All right. All right, boys. We'll see you. Bye. Yeah, let us know if you guys like that uh, segment as well. We can uh, we can beef that up a little bit. Uh, we can add some... Add some music, add some production value to it. Yeah, you know. I was be... legitimately like, I don't fucking know. All of them, I was guessing. <laughs> this is pure guess. I didn't know any of those fucking names. They all could have swung both ways for me. <laughs> <laughs> fucking wouldn't know. Um, I don't know what we were talking about before JB called, uh, so uh, I guess move on. We were talking about... Uh, Moving on. 
All right, cool. Well, we had uh, already talked about uh, the XFL's. Oh, uh, that's what it was. It was the the NFL. Uh, conspiracy theories. Oh, and I was yeah. just going to say Vegas. I feel like could pay off a player to miss a block or miss a tackle, eh. and that's that's. But all I'm saying, I'm not saying that happened. I'm just saying that is more believable than the NFL is fixing <laughs> games. Brendan said we should play meme or gif. <laughs> <laughs> I know one person who would be fucking terrible at that game. There are so many inside jokes in this show. People have no idea what the fuck is happening. This show is all one big inside joke. Oh, Tank said we should have to drink potato vodka if we can't guess MMA or hockey player. That would be awful because potato vodka sucks dick. Hang on a second. I like vodka, but potato if, Hang on a gross. second. If I go to the store and I have to buy hypnotic and potato, potato vodka, vodka and, <laughs> and whiskey, yeah. I am going to get beat up inside of that store. Let's make this happen. <laughs> Let's make this shit happen. Uh, we could do some uh, some gas station liquor. We could have to drink some Kamchaka uh, if we get it wrong. Uh, or as uh, people say in, in the store my dad used to work at, some coming at you. Okay. Let's talk about the <laughs> uh, Major League Baseball Hall of Fame voting. Yes, you are rocking your Chipper Jones jersey. Goddamn right I am. Of, uh, uh, being a first ballot Hall of Famer. Right. We got Chipper. Jim Tomey. Jim Tomey. First, first ballot. And then Trevor Hoffman is third year on the uh, the list. You said and if I Vlad. if I remember correctly, you weren't sure if Tommy was going to get in first ballot. You thought he'd get in, but you weren't sure about this year, right? Yeah. It, the only reason I thought that is because after he left Cleveland, I felt like he kind of disappeared. And I know hearing hearing his stats after the announcement, it was like, all right, I guess it was kind of a no-brainer because he ended up, what, sixth all-time on the home runs list or something like that. Yeah, I mean, the dude was a lock, but it, it was... Just, I guess, like it, to, for me, it just seemed like he was so limited to just hitting home runs. I never thought of Tomei as any more, anything more than just straight muscle. And so I thought because he was a little bit more limited and he never really had, he was never a gold glover. Uh, you know, he was uh, being a first baseman. It was never like he stole anything. He was never, I don't know. He didn't do anything well other than just, you know, Tomei smash. And so <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, all right, I mean, he'll get in, but I, I didn't really think of him as a first ballot guy. And I know that's stupid. I, I feel like he's going to get in, he's going to get in, whatever, and you're going to vote for him. I'm one of those people who's not like, eh, first ballot versus... I just thought that okay, so the voters would no, be you like, bring oh. Up, you bring up a great point, because uh, so with, with the voters being limited to 10 votes on a ballot, you have to end up making that distinction of like, well, I'm not going to vote for this guy right. this year because I think he'll get in, but I also think I should vote for these other guys. Right, and I thought that that would kind of make make it so the Tommy, but he cleared the bar by a lot. It wasn't even close. Wasn't he, was he second highest? Yeah, he was total? right behind Chipper. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, that he So it wasn't, I, I was completely wrong, but I, I did think that it would limit him a little bit, but right. no, 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 actually I take that back. The final tally, Vlad ended up first. Okay. Chipper ended up second. Tomei was third, and then Hoffman made it. As he was fourth, but he made it, and this is his third year on there. So he was the second most out of the first year guys, but it was just between him and Chipper. So, so do you think they should remove that ten vote maximum? To, oh yeah, to oh make god, because yeah. I feel it, like it that's just be, what vote as many as yeah, you guys vote for. Vote for who you feel deserves to be in. Yeah, who's a Hall of Famer on this list? Vote right. for him. That's it. Like yeah. there is no amount. There's no amount because then that eliminates all of this BS about guys falling off or 
you know, not getting enough votes to, to qualify to stay on because it gets too far and all that. I think that's stupid. And, and it, it, guys, and you've had writers come out and say, like, hey, from year to year, these guys that I want to vote for and think should be on there, I can't because then the next year there's this big group of guys that I also feel like, and it, I have to drop down people that I think. And so if I think on this list of, you know, 20-some guys – 15 of them are worthy of the Hall of Fame. Uh, I can only vote for 10. Right. And then five of them are just kind of left the flat in the breeze. And if my colleagues don't also vote for those five somewhere along the way, they're going to end up falling off because of the stupid rule. I think that's ridiculous. There were, there were quite a few that fell off this year because of that rule. Some that were very close to falling off. You almost saw Andrew Jones fall off. You almost saw Sammy Sosa fall off. They were both under 10%. Um, they were both at like 7 so they were dangerously close to falling off the ballot, um, which, I, I mean, we and talked about Andrew Jones as kind of one of those guys that was like, man, maybe, maybe not. You know, it's but funny, Sosa, though, I if you're going to put McGuire and, and Bonds eventually in the Hall of Fame, which we I don't know we if think, McGuire's going to make it anymore. You don't think McGuire's so? McGuire's way, his numbers are way too low. I think Bonds for sure is going to get in before his 10 years are up. But is McGuire off? Is McGuire might even be off. I was going to say, I, don't I know think he's McGuire gone. Is, he's gone. Yeah. So Manny Ramirez is who I was thinking of. I, and you know what's funny? The more after we talked about it, and I was kind of looked iffy, like a fucking idiot. I looked idiot back. I, re- I, fucking I, I read a couple. <laughs> well, if, you, <laughs> if it was based on you looking like an idiot, you wouldn't have made it this far. But if. I read some stuff on Andrew Jones, and I was actually shocked because I was trying not to be a homer about it and think about, oh, he's a brave. But I read numbers, and I was shocked at how good his defensive numbers really were. And based on you know advanced metrics and all that crap, he was actually the best defensive center fielder like of all time, or at least neck and neck with Willie Mays. And he was a better defensive center fielder than fucking Ozzie Smith was a defensive shortstop. I know. Sounds like crazy, right? Yeah, like that's, there's numbers wise to back that up. Yes, that's a bold fucking claim. It, and it wasn't like I didn't just make this up. I'm reading these articles and looking at these numbers. It and sounds like, like something that a, an Atlanta Braves writer put together. It, and it was that's <laughs> the funny part. It was not. This was just somebody who was like crunching the numbers and making a case for Andrew Jones and why they shouldn't. And he had no like affiliation. I mean, with the I, I think when we went through our ballot, I it said Andrew blew, Jones was. It uh, blew my mind, and I wouldn't have even voted for him on this list. Like if I had ten, if you had ten, he right. wasn't. Yeah, he and that's the hard part. 10. Like this is so. Here's and that's why he almost falls off because it's very hard to justify him on this list. Here are the names that fell off this list. Uh, let's see if there's anybody who you think should have continued on. Uh, like let's say there was no ten, ten vote maximum. Mm-hmm. Any of these players that you think should be in the Hall of Fame that are now ineligible because they fell off the, the ballot. Johan Santana. Santana. God damn it, I can't fucking talk. No, he succumbed to injury. Jamie Moyer. No. Johnny Damon. Nope. Hideki Matsui. Nope. Chris Carpenter should, but he's not going to be able to explain it to his kids, so yep, he's his out. Kerry uh, <laughs> Wood. No. No? Injury. You don't think Kerry Wood's a, a Hall of Famer? Injuries fucked him, man. All right. Carlos Lee. No. Uh, Brad Lidge. No. Kevin Millwood. Nope. Aubrey Huff. Nope. Orlando Hudson. No. Jason Isringhausen. No. Carlos Sam- Zambrano. No. So, then oh, it's people. not wrong. No, 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 no. It, okay, but then you... That's, then the that's system's fine. all right. No, 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 I'm saying that's fine based off who you wanted, but, like, next year, there's going to be this other list of guys, and there's going to be names, like... Because now Andrew Jones, after all of that, Andrew Jones is now the lowest total vote-getter. Exactly. Does so he like, drop off? 
he would have to, right? Because if you're adding more people to this list, so and, and I mean, the good thing is four people got in this year, and we only think that next year the only like lock. I think next year, stupid ass Rivera is eligible, and he's gonna oh, for sure. God yeah, damn he's, it. he's for sure getting in. So you could already write him down as getting in. So he's but but of the first year eligible people next year, he's the only lock as far as anybody that's going on their first ballot next year. So you yeah, got the chipper was really the only lock this year as first ballot. Well, and it turned out Tomei was too, though. But that's the thing; nobody thought Tomei was going to go first ballot. Oh, me and you didn't, but apparently more nobody important thought Tomei was going <laughs> first ballot. Well, the biggest thing with Tomei is everybody's saying that he hit 612 homers. Everybody was saying they voted for him because they didn't want to vote for Bonds because he made it through hmm. well, hitting the power without the steroids. That's the funniest part is if you look at mm. if you look at Tomei, the reason I wouldn't vote for him is the exact reason he would probably be... His numbers should be flip-flopped with somebody else, and he wouldn't have made it in a first ballot if, again, the steroids weren't an issue. Because everybody thinks Tomei was clean, and I mean, I don't have any reason to think Tomei wasn't. Yeah. But I also don't think that he, just based off his career, would be a first ballot guy under the way the rules are, other than the fact that, eh, we don't want to vote for anybody else, and, yeah, here comes this guy that we think's clean, so fuck it, we'll vote him in. Yeah. So next year, you're looking at just Mariano for sure, and then probably Edgar, because it's his last year, and you and I both Edgar's got to get in. Yeah, Edgar's probably going to get in, and it might not be by a whole Mike Mussina was amount. close. He was at 63% <sighs> Wait, this year. We talked about that. I don't see Mike Mussina as a guy. I feel like he's I mean, a if fringe, it's a weaker Hall of Fame class, maybe I feel like he he's does. a fringe guy. And, and again, maybe he's elevated next year because of the shit like this. But I still think Schilling deserves to be in. Gary Sheffield. Like, Larry Walker. There's there's a lot of guys on this list that were in that, All right, in that so range here's... that didn't make it that I feel like deserve to be in, but I don't know if they're ever going to for one reason or another. And looking at the list, there are only two guys that will be in their 10th year, uh, their last year of eligibility next year, and that's going to be uh, Martinez and the crime dog, Fred McGriff. Who should also fucking be in. <laughs> when you're ta- no, but I mean, when you're talking about guys... <laughs> He's Homer. <laughs> That's I'm making the Homer call. Man, he played. <laughs> he played for the Padres. He played for the Dodgers. He played for the Cubs. He played for the Devil Rays. Yeah, but wait, Joe, when you hear Fred McGriff, get, who get do off you my Homer ass dick. What dog. team do you think of? Dog. No, uh, what team do you think of when you hear Fred McGriff? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm fucking saying. Joe's got my back. So <laughs> Fred McGriff should be in. But Fred McGriff is, if you're looking at it, he's the exact same thing as Tome, right? Because you don't instantly think of, like, Fred McGriff other than, well, he had a lot of power. I mean, he hit for a decent average, but it was never crazy. At, what did Fred McGriff do that was exceptionally well other than hit the daylights out of the bowl? I mean, he didn't hit nearly as many as Tomei, so right. you're not no, 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 down no, for that. No, I know. I'm just fucking overall, with you. No, I think McGriff I know, is, I know you yeah. are, but I'm just saying. He should be based <laughs> off of... People are chiming in. Uh, Villeneuve said Toronto. He thinks of Toronto when he hears Fred McGriff. There you go. And shit, he said Tampa Bay. So, That's, I said Tampa Bay. Tampa me. Bay was the only ones listed, I, so there you go. He <laughs> got my back, motherfucker. Shitty also said, and he brings up a good point, uh, more importantly, how about the two or three assholes that... Oh, and I lost the comment. Uh, the two or three guys who didn't vote for anybody basically just sign their ballot and send it in with no votes how do Fuck you those not, guys how do you not vote for anybody in a hall of fame class i don't know how you don't get your vote taken away from you when yeah, you do know, that shit it's in there yeah i know i noticed right. that when we poured the rest of it it got real hazy and i feel like yeah. this is three months worth of sitting there i know it's all just just the beer got really cum filled <laughs> it's kind of gross but i'm gonna drink it because i like i like it when it finishes strong <laughs> anyway 
No, I mean, those assholes really, as soon as it's like, oh, you're not going to vote for anybody? I, I would rather you vote for one person and have your reasons. But if you send back a ballot that has nothing checked off, then fuck you, you're done. All right, who's worse? The guy that sends back a ballot with nobody checked off or the guy from Cleveland that just voted for Jim Tomey and Omar Vizquel? The guy that because... sends back a, a complete empty ballot. Because at least if you vote for just Cleveland guys, you and, you, hey, they're on the ballot. So, I mean... Th- those are two guys that you're not. It's not insane. I mean, that's fair. It's not insane to say that either two of those are Hall of Famers. Whether or not Vizquel end up making it, who knows? But I mean, it's not absurd. But sending back a ballot completely blank and you're just like, I'm not going to do it, and I abstain, and then it counts against all those guys. Well, and Fuck that's the worst that. part. Like, it's not abstaining. It's, it's no, that's what I'm saying. And I that's mean, we talked about that when voting, we talked. Yeah, to, yeah when it, we talked about it that, still you're counts not in the numbers. You're not abstaining from voting because abstaining from voting does not hurt these guys. But sending back a ballot, a ballot with nothing on there, hurts the players. It's the ultimate middle finger to the whole process. Like and at like that said, point, you're you're done. At you, that you point, get why not just vote for like the low. Guys on the, the right. ballot, and at vote least let for, them keep them for, keep on the ballot hey, next year. Vote for ten of those guys that fell off that you knew. Weren't That's what I'm make saying. It. Like, yeah. yeah, put those guys on your ballot, and then it's like, well, we'll just keep them around until next year. I mean, if you're going to be an asshole, be uh, do it in a different way than I'm going to send line, back a completely blank ballot. Bottom line, baseball has uh, and they have an all star game that at least is a little bit more entertaining now because they're not playing for home field advantage and that's stupid. And they have a dumb Hall of Fame process. I think it's. I think this is one of the dumbest processes Ma- of any sort. Uh, Matthew Hillis makes a good point. And, I mean, this is the problem with this whole era, and, I don't know, kind of baseball in general, but he says that I'm a Tribe fan and I like Tomei, but I don't know how everyone is always so sure that he never took PEDs, even though he played and hit 600-plus home runs in an era where we agree that most guys did use them. And, I mean, that's a good point. I mean, th- people have said the same thing about Chipper to a certain degree. And, I mean, I, I don't have any argument with it other than right. you, all, mean, you, all, all you have to go off of was they've never been tied to anything. and They never tested positive. Their bodies never really changed. Those are two guys that, for the most part, stayed the same. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, I, think I, I was going to say, good, their, yeah. their bodies changed in the correct way. As well, when they, they got older, think, they got... I know, think that's what you can look at is Tommy's career did... It didn't just keep going up like he did hit a point where he did he started to regress yeah the normal career arc was there for both players where they went all the way up and then when they were supposed to decline they did tommy just lucked out being in the american league where you can stick him as a dh and he didn't stand out as much where it was just like yeah man go ahead you just go hit the ball fuck it who gives a shit when he played, I mean, he even played DH in his younger years because, you know, oh, a day off of first base, put him, a, put a better, right. you know, uh, what's his name was there uh, in Cleveland, the guy that bounced around forever, who ended up going to Seattle and hitting a bunch of dongs and. He would play first base because he was so much of a better defensive first baseman than Tomei. And I can't for the life of me remember. I can picture his face. He was a skinnier dude. And he went to Seattle and he ended up blowing up there because, I mean, when he was in Cleveland, he was just seen as, uh, he's the the guy that... He's uh, Tomei's backup. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's look. Uh, Boyle says, let all the PED guys in. Who cares? I'm kind of on board with that. Like, I feel like all the baseball writers should just combine forces and vote in all guys that are tied to it just to get them off the ballot and move on. Like, yeah. all right, this year, this year is the PED year. We're going to vote in anybody who's been tied to it that's on this ballot. Vote them all in, and then... Everybody but Clemens, you're in. <laughs> and then you can all, in your articles, put the asterisks next to this <sighs> year's Hall of Fame class, yeah. and then never. Then we never have to fucking talk about it again. Move on. It's done. Yeah. Grady says Roger Clemens. 
Oh, Richie Sexton. Richie Sexton, Good there call. it is. Yes. yes, see, that was the motherfucker yes. that he yeah. was. He was there for all those years. Thank you, Villeneuve. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it was for escaping me, and I could just remember him being a tall, skinny ass. I motherfucker. do remember I Richie Sexton. Face, now, yeah, and then he went out to Seattle. He and, had some of the wickedest sideburns. That yes. dude had some deep burns. Yes, they were deep, <laughs> so deep. All right, so we got seven future for 2019. This is the top seven for 2019. Let's see what you guys think. So we already said Mariano Rivera. But <laughs> yes, I hate to say it, but he's in. Yeah. Next on that list. I don't even hate to say it. I can admit. I, I can respect greatness. And he is great. But I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not upset that he's getting in. I'm upset that we have to deal with another year of a Mariano Rivera suck fest where everybody's yeah. just going to be on his dick forever. We already had to deal with that when he retired <sighs> and he had his tour and everybody gave him gifts and well, just back up, fondled his dick all year long. One, I don't want another well, fucking season of that. Back up one second. The only problem I have with when you're saying, oh, Mariano Rivera is a sure thing he's in there is that nobody was saying that about Trevor Hoffman. And Trevor Hoffman had to wait three fucking years to get in, and he finished his career as the all-time save leader, and I thought he should have been first ballot too. (laughs) And so when you're saying, I just want them to be equal, whereas I don't think Mariano Rivera, even though I think he's better than Trevor Hoffman, I don't think he was so much better than uh, Trevor Hoffman. He had to wait three fucking years. And Mariano Rivera, there's no doubt. It's because he's a Yankee. Right, exactly. It's so stupid that that's the case. And that's where the whole first ballot thing is dumb. But, I mean, that's the only problem I have. I have no problem with either one of them getting in. And both of them should be in, but I have a problem with uh, Trevor Hoffman, though. He had to wait a few years. And Mariano Rivera, it was accepted before he walked off the mound for that last time he was in. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Fuck Mariano Rivera. All right, next is Roy Halladay. Hmm, I think he gets in. Roy uh, Halladay's going to get in, and I think he was going to get in before he died. After he died, it was defi- definitely yeah, he's going definitely to get getting in. in. I don't know if he would have gotten in before he died. I do. Not first ballot. I don't think he would have gotten in next year. I, I think next year he gets in. You want to sure. know why? Because of the exact thing we're talking about. He, the, there are no... There, there's enough guys that they're like, meh. Like, Roy Halladay gets elevated. He, he he's almost the Tomei of pitchers in that I you, there's a lot of years where Roy Holiday kind of wasn't there and, and it's because he was in Toronto and he was doing great things when he was in Toronto but not a lot of people know him from his Toronto days and then he went to Philly and he blew up and yeah. it became more name because he was down there doing that and playing for contender teams but Roy Holiday was very good throughout his entire career. And I think that he he's done enough to get there without the death thing. And I think the death thing the death thing like, sealed it. Like he's one hundred percent. I think he would have for sure. I, I think if he was way. still alive, he would have been just missing it. At least this first year. I still think it'll be money. But go ahead. All, All right. right. So then next is. Oh wait, hang on, hang on. Boyle said, "I bet Roy Holiday <laughs> wishes his plane would have elevated." God damn it! All right, uh, moving on. <laughs> Andy Pettit. Nope. Nope. Fuck Andy Pettit. Nope. <laughs> There's no goddamn way. And if he makes it in first ballot, then I'm fuck fuck the Hall of Fame if he makes it in on the first try. Uh, that's all I gotta say. Fuck that shit. I just don't I mean Pettit, I remember him being good for a while, but I don't remember. He was for good a... circumstantially, and I don't think that uh, his career, you know, he was he had great. He was better in the playoffs than he was in the regular season. I think there's other guys that need to get in before Pettit does. He, that are he was on the really good in the play. I'll give him that. He was really good in the playoffs and when the games counted. And then in the regular season, yeah, he just kind of did his thing. Yeah. You, you'd look up and you'd be like, how the fuck did Andy Pettit win 17 games? Eh, okay, whatever. But I, I never, I never thought of him as a dominating guy. He also Pettit benefited from being on a Yankees team that 
scored a shitload of runs. Like that team was a, a solid Yankees team. Right. So he well, didn't have to be season, as fine. great. But I, I will say that. But that's during, what I'm saying. You look up and you're like, 17 wins. How'd you get 17 wins? Oh, because you're on a fucking stat team. Cool. He was really fucking clutch, though. I, he, I, he was I don't deny that. Really clutch. I don't deny that. Next is Todd Helton. And not first ballot. Uh, yeah, eventually. Yeah. Roy Oswalt? No. Mm. Roy Oswalt was the victim of injuries too damn much. He couldn't stay healthy. I'm going to go no. Miguel Tejada. No. God, no. <laughs> if Sammy Sosa and all those guys couldn't make it, Miguel Tejada's not fucking making it. And I'm I love him in, I'm putting him in first ballot. I'm I a- loved <laughs> Oakland. I loved Oakland Linnae's Miguel Tejada, but then he. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. He fell off. Fucking no. And the last, number seven, the big Puma, Lance Berkman. Mm, I love me some Lance Berkman, but I don't think he had a Hall of Fame career. Yeah, I feel like he's one of those guys that nine years from now we're going to be like, do you think he makes it in on his last chance? Yeah. I think that's where he's, he's the Ed- at. He's the Edgar Renneria yeah. of uh, this class where I, in 10 years he might make it because it'll be a sympathy thing, but I I don't know. Yeah, at he, this point I feel like he's not overwhelming enough he, of a choice. He's not. I would say he's not overwhelming enough that he may fall off the ballot because of all those guys that, that – all of the guys that are coming on this list and that are already on this list, Lance Berkman will be way down there for a lot of. Yeah, I mean, you, he's it, not. Gonna it stick is a it is a really that. tough list that he's going up against. So, um, you know, we'll see. Scott Rowland hanging in there. He'll be back on the ballot next year. <laughs> I love I love the the comments that were going on with uh, uh, Grady, <laughs> the the super Yankees homer. I knew <laughs> it was going to be chiming in all the way through that Yankees talk. And yes, Pettit did have a great pickoff move. He also had an ass chin. He also fucking cheated. I mean, whatever. <laughs> so it's cool, whatever. But he apologized, and he really just wanted to get back for his teammates. And jerk, 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 jerk. And Alex also said core four, bro, which, yeah, that was another one of those, you know, Mariano and Bennett and Gita, yeah, part of the core four, fuckers. Um, but, yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like Pettit probably gets in. There ain't no way he's getting in first because he admitted to using steroids and, and got busted for it. So Okay, but let's, let's go back to, oh, hang on, we'll get to that in one second here. Hey, Craft Root Sports, who's this? Fuck you, Scott. Uh, Craft Root Sports. Sports. I said it'd be in, bitch. New new podcast, who this? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, dude, that's probably the most respect you've ever heard me talk about Andy Pettit. I gave him props for being clutch in the playoffs. I gave him props for having a good pickoff move. But the motherfucker had an ass chin and he cheated. So what the fuck do you want me to not tell the truth? Shit. Well, we can sit here and tell lies. Go play in traffic. Oh. Yeah, well, uh, he hung up, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, no, he's no. gone. He's I guess gone. I'm just upset that Andy Pettit <laughs> wasn't on that same plane that fucking Corey Lytle was flying. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, uh, the last thing that I wanted to talk about, uh, it, it, I mean, all-star games are like the big thing this week. Uh, what happened? <coughs> oh, no. Did I miss something? You might have. Just checked S- the update. Son of a bee. Uh <laughs> All right, whatever. We're, <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to acknowledge that. We're just going to keep going. No. Nope. Uh, All-star games all up in the news. So uh, the NBA obviously had their draft this week. 
The big storyline out of that was that LeBron took Kyrie Irving. Was that the big story? Or was the big story that those bitches didn't want to televise it? <laughs> well, I mean, that's the story. The other big story was that Russell Westbrook thought he was taken last. Because he didn't realize it was alphabetical order by last name. I fucking love that. Westbrook Russ Brook's my favorite. What? Last? Fuck those motherfuckers. Took me last, these motherfuckers. Uh, that's alphabetical order. Oh. Yeah, I knew that couldn't be right. <laughs> they took me first. Yeah. Yeah, there ain't no way I went last. They took me first. I'm not starter, but they took me first, they, right? They knew I, they, they wouldn't take me last because I'd kill those motherfuckers. <laughs> and he legit would. Like, I wouldn't take Westbrook last because I'd be afraid to. Uh, and I'd be afraid that word would get out. <laughs> I went last. Both of you motherfuckers are dying. Who did go last? Do we know who went last? Because obviously somebody got picked last. Uh, I, you know what? I don't know who went last, just based on the list. And obviously uh, somebody had to. But I will say, and I hope that it happened, the best sport out of everybody that I saw today was Kevin Love saying, ah, I'm just the big dude who walks in and they're like, <laughs> oh, hey, that guy, he can probably shoot. And he's like, I probably got picked last. I'm white. I'm big. I'm goofy looking. Like, he was totally a, a, a sport about the Do whole thing. Do you think thing. that was a pity pick after all the the drama that's been going on with the Cavs and like everybody? Here's the funny part. On so so LeBron probably sick. didn't take Kyrie last, right? He had to have taken him earlier than that, and then that way Kyrie's a starter out. on the team, so he had to be. Well, yeah, but. Kevin Love, because of everything that happens, and I feel like LeBron's probably lost. tried to trade him two or three times. He probably was last. <laughs> uh, he probably just was last. I was like, Kevin made it, but I mean, I don't even want that motherfucker on my team in real life, so I ain't taking him. I mean, I guess if he's still there, you, you, you taking him stuff? <laughs> Shit, no. All right, I guess I'll take Love. Yeah, Love. <laughs> well, the last pick, I, the white guy. <laughs> All right. He took Chris Boswick. He took Porzingis before his own other white teammate. Oh, shit. That's fucking hilarious. I mean, I'd take Porzingis over. So would I. It's not all things being equal. I mean, totally. But do you think there's going to be any drama with LeBron and Kyrie on the same team? He took them so that there wouldn't be any drama. And. I bet one of the first plays or one of the earliest plays in the game will be some alley-oop from LeBron to, to Kyrie or some super setup to... Can Kyrie dunk? Yeah, I mean, he'll give, he'll give you a one-handed slam. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing fancy. But it's, it's going to be one of those alley-oops where LeBron hits it and it's Kyrie totally converts go- it to a finger roll layup. Yeah, it's totally going to be some <laughs> LeBron setup to Kyrie to defuse the situation, and they're going to dap up and hug, and hey, we're best friends, and yeah, whatever. So you think this was all just a move just to squash this whole Kyrie-LeBron beef? Oh, for Kyrie, I mean, he's not going to squash. He's going he's gonna to go along with it. But, I mean, did you see he was already posted on Instagram this week about team meetings working for his new team? <laughs> like, he just straight posted. Yeah, I mean, we had a team meeting this week, and everything went great. He's <laughs> a complete shot at the fact that Cavs have been having all these team meetings and still sucking. I mean, there's also that report that came out this week that Kyrie was going to have surgery and set out the season if they didn't trade him. Kyrie's got the petty turned all the way up. I was gonna say so. There's like, no reason for him not to, but it's I mean, not just he'll play his part this game. It's the NBA in general. I feel like the NBA this year has just been like 
the fucking WWE of actual sports. But it it's so good. It's it's super entertaining. The drama is Kevin so Durant is getting thrown it's out. <laughs> Kevin Durant is getting thrown out every game. There are fights in every single basketball game. Uh, Kyrie's talking shit to LeBron on Instagram. Like this whole and Adam season. Silver's like, what? I don't care. We need one percent of that betting money that's going on. Give us one percent of that betting. I don't give a fuck what they're doing. Give us one percent of that gambling money. Shit. <laughs> My sport's going to move up in popularity past the NFL, and I'm going to get gambling money. What now, bitches? We've overtaken baseball. We're taking over NFL next. Give me that betting money. Right. You all right, Joe? Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> that was, a, was that psychopathy, a little deep burn there for you? Eh, no. Oh, okay. Are you excited for the NBA All-Star game? I am very excited. I'm, obviously, everybody's all about the competitiveness, you know? <laughs> It gets heated in those up. last four minutes. <laughs> so, I mean, Things get LeBron intense. was the one this whole like past month saying, no, we're not going to. Well, he never came out and said he didn't want to show the draft. But let's be honest. He was definitely the one saying, no, Adam Silver, we're not going to show this thing. Oh, he totally yeah. had control of that. There's no doubt. And then the next day he's like, yeah, we should have shown this. They were like, <laughs> hey, LeBron, you did the uh, the decision, but uh, you want to show this draft? Nope. nope. Okay, nope. cool. Then we ain't showing this draft. <laughs> what about if we do it for Boys and Girls Club? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Fuck them motherfuckers. <laughs> Crap Root Sports, who's this? Hey, what's up, guys? It's Yanni. Yanni, what's up, man? What's up, bitch? Wow. Not much. Oh wait, hang on. There is there is some beef, craft uh, root sports yeah. beef here. Heard you were talking shit, son. Uh, Yanni pointed out that Scott <laughs> hey, I, in his uh, picks. I want to know if Scott's going to change his uh, Twitter handle to uh, Lou the Dog underscore Junior. <laughs> y- your mama said what? <laughs> For those of you that don't know, Scott <laughs> Scott you, picked. Uh, you pulling some pulling some bullshit, Scott. <laughs> you picked the Vikings and the uh, and the Patriots on the show. And no, then I believe, if I remember correctly, if my memory serves, I had said... Nope, you picked the Vikings and the Patriots on the show because I was the dummy who said, oh, picking all home teams again, and you both were like, you dumbass motherfucker, it's in Philadelphia. And I was like, I'm at the Super Bowl, goddammit, and I felt like an idiot. But then you switched your picks and you picked all home teams. Hey, what's up, Brian? How's it going? <laughs> what what to, happened? To be fair, though, Scott did say... I do think, though, I picked the Eagles and the Patriots, but on the show he was like, but I think the Vikings are going to win. Yes, that was what I said. I you said, say that. I, I was going to say, I was like, I specifically said I picked them, and I had, and my, my plan was to go back and change the Vikings, and then I forgot. <laughs> I, I was just totally like, oh, I think the Vikings. And I actually was mad at myself Sunday afternoon because I thought, fuck, I never went back and changed that pick. Now I got the Eagles, son of a bitch. And then I saw the score, and I'm like, well, that worked out because I was a dumbass. <laughs> so it was a total. I, I totally lucked. I thought I gained one on you. No, and I know. I looked I, at the, the same I, things. I'm like, son of a bitch. Yeah, I lucked <laughs> into that one. I'm not going to sit here and brag about. Oh yeah, I got that. Actually, it was totally. I wanted to pick the Vikings, and I but I had already chosen because I did. I even already did my picks for this week, and I'm like, all right, I might go back and change them. I just did it because I got the notification, and it was the same way last week. I got the notification. I'm like, I don't want to forget to do this, so I'm just going to set it. Uh, Eagles. Uh, home Patriots. team. Yeah, I'm like, fine. <laughs> but then as time went on, I did think, and by the time the show rolled around, I was like, yeah, I, I really think the Vikings will win. Well, then I just, I didn't change it Saturday like I had intended to, just completely forgot to do it. And yeah, that it was. And a, it clinched a second place uh, <laughs> it, spot for it, you. I lucked into a it. A win over Yanni. Yanni, how did that make you feel uh, when you looked and saw that Scott did not change those picks? Not and, uh, <laughs> 
Well, not too good because I spent Saturday afternoon listening to the podcast with my family in the room, <laughs> and I think my kids learned a couple new cuss words from you so guys. I feel like on, it was still time well second. spent either Wait way. Wait a second. Wait a second. I'm calling shenanigans because your kids heard all of those words and worse from you way before they heard this podcast. Oh, no. I, I got kids now. I'm mature. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mature. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> but uh, no, I, you know, I, I got to be honest with you guys. So, respect to Scott, and as much as I hate to say it, Lou, literally what I did, my strategy for picking each week was I would pick whoever was favored. Like CBS throws the percentages up there. I would pick whoever was favored each time. Never looked at the teams, never did anything. So, other than Scott and Lou, every other person is dumber than the average person. <laughs> well, and here's the funniest part about that is, so at one point I fell behind you and Pat and then Lou eventually caught up, so I was trying to chase all three of you. And so I had to sit there each week trying to catch three people, and you guys were all kind of tied or one. You, you and Pat were one ahead and whatever. But I was always trying to make up one or two games, and I figured, all right, if I make one or two games, well, I would catch up and then move back and catch up and move back. And then the only reason I feel like I even – this is seriously – the only reason I felt like I, I got, ended up catching up with any of you guys in that, those final weeks was because of the damn college thing where I did the same exact thing and took <laughs> basically all the favorites. I only took all the favorites except for the couple of championship games Games, uh, the 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 playoff games where I was like, all right, I kind of have an idea, and I picked Georgia or whatever. The rest of them were all favored, and I totally lucked out. See, with all going that. into the season, that's exactly what I was planning on doing was the Yanni strategy of just I'm just going to see who the favorite is and pick the favorite and roll with that. But then <laughs> I fell to the same trap that I did last year, where it was like I need to make up some ground. Which one's going to be the upset? This one's going to do it. This one. <laughs> It's 54 versus 45. I'm going to flip 15 punishments. Well, I mean, it's for the show. It's all right. I'm fine with it. We'll deal with it. Uh, Yanni did give me a little preview about what his punishment is going to be for me. Oh, we're not allowed to talk about it on the show. He he swore me to secrecy. That's fine. We've got a we've got one more week until after the Super Bowl and then all the uh, punishments become official and then we can week by week announce what's going to happen. Yeah. Yanni's is a brutal one. I'm not going to lie. You wanna you wanna do a side bet on the Super Bowl? Nope, I'm comfortable <laughs> with where I'm at. Nope, nope, nope. I'm good. Thank Yanni, you. can you and I do a double or nothing on the Super Bowl? <laughs> no, <laughs> you're like I'm infinitely sure, behind. That's why I'm fucking asking, Scott. You asshole. <laughs> I know. Like, no, you're way behind. Of course, I'm way I, behind. I know that. I'm I just wanted to this. seal that. Like, no, there's no chance. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh, speaking of, uh, I want to clear something up about the lose it all thing. His, uh, his flop back, gosh, whenever it was, early in the year. So I don't listen to the show live, as Sherm knows. So I was listening to it after Lou. I saw he got a perfect score. And then he's talking about how he's taking Michigan over Penn State. I'm like, wait a minute. Whatever. I, I don't know if those were the teams. I'm like, that's not right. And so my only thing was, how are you going to pick two college games out of all the college games and be like, these are my two? I'm going to have my segment and then flop on one of those. That's what I didn't understand. I wasn't looking to lose at all picks. <laughs> yeah, there, there, are, there are a lot of people who wondered about that same thing. There In fact, was, uh, I thought I was gaining one that week, too, and I got tripped up with that. So it happens to the best of us. Were, well, and now looking yeah. back, that one would have been 
Yeah, that's true. That one would have come in any, but it's all you, good. You could have really <laughs> used that one, especially yeah. after you threw Lou the dog off your scent this week and <laughs> yeah. fucked him over. Yeah. <laughs> you guys would be going into the Super Bowl like... It could have been for all the marbles. Yeah. Oh, well, that's fine. It's all good. Mm. No, you know what? I and feel I, like you should be more upset well, about this. No, I, you know why I'm not upset is because Lou the dog came from way back there and moved all the way up. And there were so many weeks that Lou the dog picked perfect or damn near. And I, I was... I was pissed. I'm like, damn. Because I, I, I was, it was weeks I was getting eight, and he was still gaining one or two each week. And I'm like, damn, I'm only getting two wrong here, and Lou the dog's still moving up. And just kept creeping, creeping, creeping. And then passed me, and I'm like, fuck. I mean, I, I, what was I going to do? I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, some of them, though, that he was getting right, too. That's why I'm not as mad. Were games that I legitimately thought, damn, if you got that one right, then you just fucking deserved it. <laughs> they, there were ones where it was clear, like, I, I just knew that Team X was going to win, and then they lost, and I'd be like, how the fuck did Lou get that one? There's, there's no damn way. You know what? I got I to gotta just tip my cap. Like, you got that one? Fuck it. Then you deserve to move up one more past me, because I never saw that coming. I can't even really think of an example, but I'd, I know down the stretch before it switched over to all NFL, there was a couple ones that he picked in the NFL that I thought... There's no way anybody had that. Sure enough, Lou the dog did. So, fuck it. I, I'm not mad. It's whatever. Finishing one behind is respectable. Well, yeah, well, respect to both you guys. Both did well. Thank Everyone you, sir. Else, you guys fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for participating, Yanni. We look forward to uh, dueling it out next year again, too. Yeah, Yanni, stick around because we got other contests playing. We're yeah. going to do a March Madness bracket. Uh, and I think, I think. I might start up a uh, an ESPN streak for the cash group for the show. Ooh. Because that could be one that we just do throughout. We, that's we like can. A, and it I'll resets tell you what, each month. That's a fun one to do. Streak for the cash? I suck at. Good. I've never Here gotten go. more than just three days it. in a row on streak for the cash, ever. There's the... There's just the make sure you have them put the percentages for who's favored. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan, Yanni. Thanks for the call, uh, man. Otherwise, I can't pick. <laughs> we'll talk to you later, bud. All right, y'all be well. Have a good night. See you, man. See you, Yanni. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, there was a comment that popped up that I, <laughs> I got a fucking. It said uh, LeBron. This was from Boyle, uh, referring to the NBA All Star Game and LeBron picking Kyrie. LeBron didn't want to act like Kyrie fell off the face of the flat Earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, flat Earth jokes. Them shits. <laughs> Ah, uh, shit. Joe, you were working on an article, man, that has not been published yet, but I was wondering if you wanted to tease that a little bit. First of all, are you going to put that out? Because I saw yeah, you. it'll come up this weekend. All right, cool. Uh, this is an article about how... Now, Scott and I have a certain take on NBA basketball every single time we bring Cavs up the Wars NBA. final. Yep, yep. final. Okay, yep. moving on. That's our take every single time we talk about it, but this article, you're saying that that's not a foregone conclusion this year. Yeah, uh... Cavs are in a very bad spot. They're You're one of those flat earthers. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. I'm from Cleveland. I, I am a Cavs I, fan. I know. I know. But you're one of those flat earthers that you don't believe that the Cavs aren't still going to turn around and make it the finals. But go ahead. They have just <laughs> a lot of one-dimensional players on offense. Isaiah Thomas. Everybody pretty much does the same exact <laughs> thing where they want to drive to the basket and then kick out or dunk or lay it up. There's no spacing. Um, they don't play defense, as it was evident that they almost gave up 150 points the other night. Uh, so they're in a very tough spot with very competitive Eastern Conference who have a lot of young, aggressive players in the Eastern Conference who just want to beat LeBron. 
basically just put him down and out of the league, make him leave, go to the Western Conference. So it'll be interesting. Eastern Conference, Western Conference, it's a lot tougher. Obviously, Golden State's just messing around a little bit. Yeah. But don't count out Houston at all. Okay, but don't you think the Cavs are just messing around a little bit too? Like, honestly, LeBron. so you're saying right now LeBron is playing 100%. He's playing full go every game. Because I feel like every single year around this time we get to the point where it's like, oh, the Cavs don't look good. The Cavs could could struggle down there. What about Boston? Boston might have Toronto could come up and catch them. Every year this seems to come up around this time. And then it's just LeBron gets into the playoffs and goes, okay, it's playoffs. Now it's time to fuck everybody. And he does. He had a better group around him. Now everybody is pretty much the same exact team, except they're all one year older. They're all one year slower. Mm. Nobody can create their own actual shot. That's what Kyrie is best at doing, dribbling and shooting the ball, not just dribbling, getting to the rim. Um, He was great off the dribble shot. Uh, they just don't have that much spacing. Uh, LeBron Alex, can take it over, but we'll, we will see. Alex said that Houston is the second best team in the league. Finals will be the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, but the finals have been the Western Conference Finals for about the last decade. So, I mean, that's, yeah. uh, that's, that's nothing, not a, that's that's no nothing new. I mean, the Western Conference Finals have uh, has It's always been, been, okay, the Cavs versus whoever makes it out of the West, and whoever makes it out of the West is probably going to be the Cavs. Right. That's been yeah, how it's I mean, how it's. But they, they lucked into the years. they lucked into the one, and it's whatever. It you know they earned it, but it's and it's fine. <laughs> but I'm just they, saying they lucked into the one, they earned it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm giving so you that fucking I'm giving you that that hot ESPN <laughs> knowledge. Um, they lucked into it and earned it. It was fantastic. But <laughs> I, here's why here's why I don't buy that the Cavs aren't and still going to make it out of the East this year. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll actually flip the the worry switch and be like, "Hey, uh, Cavs might not do this if they fall out of the, one of the top four spots. That's it. If they go into the four, three, two, one seed, doesn't matter. They will be in the conference finals. If the, you're telling me they were five, six, seven, that's when I would say uh, maybe the, the Cavs got problems. But as long as they're one of the top four seeds in the East, they'll make it all the way through. I think even if they're in the bottom four, they still have. The best player in the NBA. I know, so, but I'm saying the only time I would actually worry about them and feel like I'm still not worried. Hey, they might have an issue. Cavs here. make the playoffs. They're going to the Eastern Conference. Finals. So they're so in the third spot right now, and they're before tonight's game. They were only a half a game ahead of the Miami Heat for the third spot. Right. So they're per- perfectly fine. They're right. They got them right <laughs> where they want them. Cavs Warriors finals. I'm telling you, I feel like the Cavs go into this cruise control mode, and they're just like. It's the fucking East. Who gives a shit? And maybe, maybe they've taken the foot off the gas too much this year. That's that. I will give you that, that that's a very real possibility. I just think eventually it, they're going to put the foot on the gas and it's done. There's no team in the East that stacks up. Cavs to Warriors finals. <laughs> Craft Root Sports, who's this? Yo, it's a Lou the Dog. <laughs> Arf. Yeah, I didn't hear the There it is. All right, now we know. It's officially Lou. What's up, Lou? How you doing, Lou? Did you guys hear the latest headline from the NBA that Boogie Cousins uh, tore his Achilles? Did he really? No, I didn't hear that. No, I missed that. Yeah. Hmm. That's a bummer. Now the Pelicans will not finish in the eighth seed. (laughs) 
breaking news on craft fruit sports. <laughs> wow, good for you, Lou. Man, and he was uh, didn't uh, breaking LeBron, hearts in the pickem. LeBron picked him for the All Star game, right? Yeah, he's he's an All Star starter. He had mm, him. He had not him anymore. And, uh, Anthony Davis mm. called the LeBron curse. It is <laughs> the LeBron effect. How's that going to affect his status? Uh, uh, yeah. s- signing with the Wizards next year. I mean, that's what everybody thinks that he's going to do. Go. Meet I up don't with know, but boo. this. Listen to how this happened. Dude's, dude's at the free throw line. Boogie's at the free throw line with 15 seconds to go in the game. Oh, Misses shit. the free throw. Goes after the rebound, rips his Achilles. <laughs> dude, that's that's so the brutal. funniest fucking that's way to so rip brutal. your Achilles ever. <laughs> oh, that's so brutal. That's such a Boogie Cousins way to do that. Oh, that's so <laughs> awful. <laughs> So All five Pelicans fans are show. pissed. <laughs> I have a question for the show. Yeah, question for the show. All right. So when that happens, do you guys think that an injury like that, and it applied to an ACL as well, do you think it's like there's some deterioration going on, and if it didn't happen on that play, like say he made the free throw, if it didn't happen on that play, it's going to happen like the next time down or the next game? Or – is it like a fluky thing to the point where if Boogie had just made that free throw, he'd be healthy for the rest of his career? I, You know, as somebody who kind of experienced a, an injury similar to that, I was playing indoor soccer and running, and just my ankle popped out of the socket. Like, just popped out of the socket. I feel like there is some deterioration there, and it was going to happen eventually. If it, it wasn't that play, it was another play down the road. And maybe it was, and and I honestly I haven't seen the play, so I don't know if like he jumped and landed weird, and that's what did it, or if I it, go just I go the opposite way. I feel like ACL and Achilles tears always happen on specific things, and you can look at the way they landed, or the, it, there's something awkward about the the play that happened that had. It not happened in that moment. It probably wasn't going to happen. Now your ankle could have been something different because you know it popped out of place or whatever. And you could just say, well, it just if he's just running. Yeah, whatever, I, I think the a joint popping out seems different to me than a ligament. Yes, the ligament tears and, and, or... and ripping like that. But that's I mean I feel like a ligament tear is is more likely if there's already damage to that ligament. And if there's damage to that ligament, well, yeah, there could be something yeah. that you, you land funny or whatever, and that exacerbates it. But eventually, it's going to tear if there's damage to that ligament. Nah, see, I think those two It's not just going to be like running down the court. Though. I feel like there will be something that happens that it, it tears down the road. How did you say that? It's not funny, Alex. That I shit's think... hilarious. It's Cousins. Like, <laughs> he broke it on a free throw. I That's think... fucking hilarious. Well, Guys, when it comes to when it comes to ligaments tearing in this fashion, it only happens to elite athletes who are able to put that kind of pressure and torque on the ligament that it's not the body is not made to sustain. My owner, Michael Rate, is one of those elite <laughs> athletes. He tore his ACL playing basketball. Is is a, a the, people have said to me that the Derrick Rose ACL injury is very similar to what my owner Michael was doing in a pickup game. When you when you have that kind of athleticism and and quick twitch muscles <laughs> and speed and power on these ligaments, I they're Kuiper just not made earlier. to handle it, and they just snap yeah, out of nowhere. It's not a degenerative thing at all. It's sports. just a superior athlete doing things the body's not, not doctors, able to handle. We just to pretend handle. to be on podcasts. 
No, I think you make a very good point. <laughs> I, I, I do. I personally think though that it's it's one of those things that when you're talking about the the ACL tearing or the Achilles popping out, that it's it's a circumstantial thing, and that there wasn't anything that led to it. It was just in that moment, whatever happened, put so much force, so much torque, and boom, it gave out. I mean, so much athleticism. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> or athleticism. <laughs> All that quick twitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're really athletic, right? Is that what you want to hear? Cool. Uh, this is Lou. The oh, I mean, Lou. Lou, sorry. Lou. Lou's missing yeah, a leg. So. <laughs> I, I don't know what he thinks. I don't know what he thinks, but. Cool. Lou I mean, the dog. I have four can... legs, luckily. One of, them, one of them got cut off, but I saw three and I do all right. Lou, congrats on winning the pick'em this year, man. You, uh, you, 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 you did a hell out. of a job. You did good, you did good work. Even with know, Scott trying I to screw you over it. in the conference championship, it you feels still good to win. win. Yeah, you still you still pulled it out even with Scotty K trying to throw you off the get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, uh, Boyle says I'm that he glad, bets that Tom I'm just Brady's. Glad I forgot who I I said on the air back in uh, October whenever Michigan State and Penn State <laughs> oh, play. I'm glad I forgot yeah, what I said and, yeah. and and took the right team. Hey, uh, hey, Lou, can you give us a little preview of the uh, the canine punishment that's coming for both Scott and I? Uh, I mean, now that it's locked in, it, there's nothing to fit in. Yeah, you can say. You it. guys you want me to tell it. you what it is? Yeah, go oh, ahead. You can say it. You can say it. It's fine. We'll build some suspense for uh, for that show. You guys, both of you, since I beat both your asses, you beat me by one. But are going to have to wear dog. You're going to have to wear dog collars and drink all your beers and hypnotics and Bailey's or whatever else the hell is going on there for the entire show out of a dog bowl, doggy style, not picking it up, just your mouth and your tongue licking it up out of a doggy bowl for the whole show. Motherfucker. <laughs> The beer part of that sucks. That's a lot of beer to be lapping I mean, up. Does that mean I have to go buy fucking a dog collar for myself? <laughs> like that's gonna be shitty. Nope. To go to PetSmart and be Lou, like, Lou the dog, Lou the dog will donate the dog collar and bowl to the show. Oh, oh son of a bitch! Wait a second, the bowl or bowls? Because that's a very distinct uh, thing here. Because if it's one bowl, hmm. I'm out. <laughs> You can't, I ain't lapping you can't up shit next to the out. two of us. <laughs> we need separate, separate. I can. I hey, can look, we're out. two different colors, separate but equal bowls. <laughs> All right, separate but equal bowls. Uh, and there's no. I need a coloreds only bowl and a whites only bowl for the two of us. There's, there's no way that it can be the same bowl. Two, two bowls, two bowls, two bowls, one show. <laughs> fair, fair point. <laughs> Eric, you're... Never mind. <laughs> uh, Fuck you, Lou, Eric. Lou, that sounds like a horrible punishment. I am really not looking forward to that. God. That's going to be awful. My, our mouths are going to hurt so bad after that show. I, I mean, we got to make sure it's a beer that we're not really that excited about because I feel like we're not going to be able to drink Another it. Another IPA. <laughs> get, make, sure make sure your tongues get a good workout leading up to that show. Your wives might be able to play a role in that. Moving on. <laughs> well, well played, Moving producer. on. <laughs> Thanks for the call, bud. We'll see you. Cheers. Jesus, man. We got to drink out of a fucking dog bowl. That sucks.
Oh, that's a shitty. We also got to keep an air. We got to get. We got to have towels ready for this too because it's gonna be. Sloppy. It's gonna be everywhere. Yeah. Damn it. Oh, God, I, re- oh, I really hate this. Uh, so, by the way, Joe just put up on Twitter, and we retweeted it from the Craft Root Sports account. Uh, the Cavs. <laughs> uh, it's a video showing the Cavs being in a very dark place, where during a timeout, Kevin Love took his towel and threw it on a teammate's head as he walked back onto the floor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so maybe there is something to what Joe's saying, that the Cavs may not make it into the... Uh, They'll be fine. Uh, Cavs Warriors. Cavs Warriors? Yep. All right, Cavs Warriors. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I actually think we touched on... Oh, there's one last thing that I want to touch on with the Cavs. Uh, Stephen A. Smith. Had a oh, report this, this week. This was BS, I think. I don't even know. ESPN didn't even take it seriously. Mm, Levitard took it seriously. Yeah, I know, but the, the company... And that itself. show is that show is the end-all, be-all <laughs> well, of, is of true. sports well, entertainment. I mean, the, the, the ESPN itself... Stephen A. Smith even, is like, saying that Dan Gilbert is potentially looking to sell the Cavs, which that makes, makes everybody sense. believe that... LeBron is leaving. Gilbert wants out before the team loses all their value and wants to to sell the team. Uh, Joe, as our resident NBA expert, does Dan Gilbert? Let's start with this. Does Dan Gilbert sell the Cavs? Probably not. Okay. Does LeBron leave at the end of the season? Don't know. God damn it, Joe! Nobody <laughs> knows. No, that's the problem. Like. So the biggest yes, thing LeBron is LeBron leaves. LeBron is gone. LeBron is not staying in Cleveland. Man, I still I I'm still 50-50. I mean, I'm this. telling you there's no way the man stays in Cleveland. So the biggest What are you going to do? Like story that came about this is because obviously the letter from Gilbert when he wrote it in Comic Sans, he's saying that if LeBron is going to commit long term, he will get out of LeBron's life. There will be no more strife. He just wants the best for Cleveland. And if that is selling the team so LeBron stays and Cleveland can thrive more, then he's willing to do that. That is the thought around Cleveland, the league, right. that kind of stuff. To keep LeBron in Cleveland, he will get out of LeBron's hair. The strife letter thing can end, and they can all be happy, yada, yada, yada. He would also be selling away like millions of dollars that he'd just be like, okay, I'm okay with like stepping away from all of this. Right. Um, so, which I mean, yeah, he's making a ton on the Cavs, but he's also making a ton on Quicken loans or whatever else. He's selling that damn team. I don't <laughs> care what happens. <laughs> LeBron might be leaving, but Dan Gilbert gonna be there. <laughs> One because there's not enough Quicken. If he was serious about selling the team, he had already done it. Because going into this uncertainty with LeBron, if it's gonna lose all this valuation based on LeBron being there, you. You can't Has that ever happened? Has an owner ever sold like mid season? Like just been like, hey, I'm I'm selling. You uh, want it? I don't I don't know. But either either way I feel way, like that's the hardest sell. The, well the problem is if LeBron is leaving, nobody's gonna want to buy it immediately. You're like, all right, it loses five hundred million dollars right. worth of leverage. And if he was already gonna sell it, he would have done it before this season started, because you wouldn't go into this season with this inconclusive and then be like, you know what? It's getting really close to crunch time, and I knew that he might not be here. Now I'm going to sell it. I mean, that's like all of a sudden finding out there's a, a you know a hole in your roof or something and being like, all right, now i got to sell my house. A lot of people are also looking into it basically saying that Cavs are going to make no moves come trade 
trade deadline time in a couple weeks, and this is him trying to also buy LeBron when his contract comes up. Like, well, we're not going to be able to move anybody come trade deadline, so I'll be willing to leave at the end of the year. This, mm. yeah, this is posturing this, the, on on Gilbert's. Basically, part. he's playing the same exact game as LeBron, except he he's not doing it team. as well. Like that's that's all. <laughs> he can't play and win the game. That's that's like, what I'm saying. Like <laughs> he he's trying to play the game, but he he doesn't have a piece. Well, of the and that's what Yanni Yanni commented and said. Screwed. Can LeBron buy the Cavs and hire himself as the coach? He already does all three jobs, anyways. Might as well just do that. Well, and and then Boyle <laughs> says, you know, Le- LeBron can't go anywhere that makes any more sense than Cleveland. I never thought that, and I still don't think that he can either. But if he just wants to just get out and. One more ride if he thinks he's got enough, like three more years of his greatest years left in him to to be able to be that factor and can go somewhere and do that. Then I, I mean, I think he could, uh, but I, I don't I honestly know where that makes sense to do it. It's not in the West, that's for sure. He cannot go to the West and go into the finals. There's no way. And that, so, but that's the problem. Is there? But is How there anywhere? How great would it be if East? he went to Boston and Kyrie is like, God damn it, man! No, no not back what to Boston. Fuck. Actually, they would be funny if it was like Miami. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> He just keeps he just between sends, the two cities. Just he, hey! he sends a fax to Miami. It's like, dear Miami, I'm back. Right, like Michael Jordan. Yeah, style. straight. I mean, <laughs> but, but I mean, really, I, I honestly don't know. Other than joining the Warriors, where can you go? What if he joined the, the Warriors? Warriors? Holy would, shit! <laughs> and it was just the it was it. The NBA just became the Harlem Globetrotters, where it was the Warriors <laughs> and everybody else was the Washington. Everybody was just flailing. Yeah, just like, oh, god damn it. On any given night, there's just <laughs> balls going over their heads and the song playing. LeBron spinning the LeBron's ball and bouncing the ref. It just <laughs> bouncing it off their heads and shit. I mean, it would be. Draymond Green's throwing a bucket of water on people. Oh, that'd be the best. That would be amazing. Craft Brew Sports, who's this? Hey, this is Boyle, uh, definitely calling for the first time tonight. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Hey, wow, what's crazy. up, man? <laughs> what's up? Oh, you know. Yeah, I, wanna, I, I actually, I, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a big NBA guy, but I actually do want to talk about LeBron because it. it I, I mean, Joe, Joe brought up the best point. Like he, he's not going to the West. I, I mean, if he went to the Warriors, I've, I've always thought this. If he went to the Warriors, it would be like, like late uh, WCW, like right before they closed, when like literally everybody was in the NWO. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Like yes. they the combined NWO white and red, and, like and it was just really the entire cool roster. Yeah, like the NWO was like like Kevin Nash and Scott Hall and Hulk Hogan, and like that was it, and they were sweet. And then like you know like. Vincent or Virgil or whatever he calls himself, <laughs> like he was in it, and like what? And like Brutus the Barber Beefcake was in it, but he was like the disciple, like, you know, <laughs> like Lex Lex Luger, like then Sting. Know, yeah, it, it literally was the whole. The it was Ric Flair I versus mean, the rest of the roster. <laughs> All right, so if if LeBron joined the Warriors and they were uh, WCW NWO. Which wrestler would LeBron be? Vincent. <laughs> the last one to join. The black muscle guy that nobody took seriously. I don't know, like, who... Yeah, like, who joined the NWO, like, after it was cool to join the NWO? That, that's the question. It, but, that would be 
what LeBron would yeah. be doing. Luger and Sting were like the last two. and I feel like it would be Luger. Luger had right. no place as a heel. I, I mean, I feel like... like who joined the NWO Diesel? Like, in 2004 when the WWE tried to like revitalize it? Like That would be LeBron. <laughs> That's uh, that's a good take, no, boy. That's a good really, take. <laughs> all right, so so if we say he's not going to the West, that means he's going somewhere in the East. He's not going to Boston for sure. So like, Miami. And he's got to go somewhere where there's like a good core of young players. So it's like either Milwaukee, like Minnesota, Milwaukee, or Minnesota. <laughs> Him yeah, and a great I mean, freak. They got those this. are the only places. And it's like, uh, really, is he going to go? Philly is one of the bigger yeah, talking I don't know. points. Like, does that make any more sense than Cleveland? No. I mean, you got That's Porzingis, and he clearly likes Porzingis. I, I feel like he if you talk Porzingis over Kevin Love, if you talk <laughs> through all these places, not a damn one of them makes sense. So it's like you gonna play for the Warriors, or you gonna go home? That's those are your options, LeBron. You going home, or are you playing for the Warriors? I mean, like people are talking about like he's gonna go to the Lakers because like he wants to be in no, LA. Oh yeah, that market. doesn't make sense. He wants sense. to be a movie star. Like, like no, he doesn't want that. But but at the same time, like I don't think he wants to be in fucking Minnesota, no, or no. or Philadelphia for that for that matter. Nope. I mean, like the Sixers are playing like third fiddle to you know the Eagles and and the shitty Phillies, uh, and well probably fourth fiddle uh, if you count the Flyers. So it's like, hey, 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 know, man, go there. they're, they're fifth at count. best. What about that Philadelphia soul? They're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> is that the one that uh, Bon Jovi owns? It is, man. It's his life. It's now oh, or never. Yeah. LeBron would be living on a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Boyle, are you going to compete in the uh, Craft Brood Sports rap theme song contest that we're going to roll out here? Oh. Um, well, I don't know if I could do as good as uh, Bucky did earlier. That was, that was some good, some, some hot rhymes. <laughs> Those are some fat the beats. Say these days. Uh, they yeah, were man. ill. Bucky killed it. I don't, I don't I, know if anybody's I don't, I don't know if I could, I don't know if I could top describing uh, Tom Brady's uh, penis as plump and thick. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I want to cut Bucky's rap and just put that as like a mini sode next week. That needs to be our drop next week. <laughs> you should edit it into like the background music from that XFL presser. <laughs> <laughs> Boyle, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it, bud. Yeah. All right. <laughs> See you, right. man. Good talk. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get into consumer can it? Uh, you ready? You ready to do that, man? Sure. <laughs> Don't seem so excited about it. I'm right, just man. running out of beer. You know, we gotta we gotta right, get into it. All right. Consumer can it? Brought to you by Tavor. Uh, make sure you head on over to our website, craftrootsports.com. Click the link Tavor. You uh, once you sign up and place an order. You get a ten dollar credit after uh, after that first order, so do that. It's worth it. Some amazing beers, like this one, Stones Frutalica, this week. Uh, Scott, we'll start with you. Consume it or can it on Stones Frutalica? I'm gonna consume it. Um, a lot of fruit flavor. It's how I like my IPAs. Not very hoppy. 
absolutely no habanero, no spice, no. I mean, it was it was a citrus IPA, which we discussed all afternoon earlier with one Blake Money Mayweather about how good uh, IPAs are when they have the citrus involved, and this was very good. Um, I think. Hardcore IPA fans and fans that are looking for an extra hoppy double IPA would be disappointed. Yeah. So if you're a really big IPA fan and you think, oh, man, this is a double IPA, you, I'd look elsewhere. In fact, I think that uh, Hop Slam last week was so much more of an IPA fan's dream. Yeah, this beer well, it's more of a true right. No, I know this. This wasn't like trying to compete necessarily with that, but this. The, I feel like the fruit in this one muted the hops so much that it was it was completely in line with what I enjoy. So I'm consuming it. Yeah, it was a, a very mild, delicious IPA. I'm gonna consume it too, but I also. I was really looking forward to some habanero flavor. Like, I wanted some spice to this beer. When I first read it, I was hoping for similar to that scorpion. Uh, Mortal Kombat beer where you could feel a little bit of kick and there wasn't anything. <laughs> Brendan says minus one. a million points for the Metallica reference. <laughs> <laughs> it does have that going. Yeah. Um, I mean, what are you going to do? You cannot download this beer on Napster. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> they, they won't let that fly. Uh, but it is a good, you, you know, you're right. It, it's a citrusy IPA and I think the citrus uh, flavor cuts the hops. I didn't taste any kiwi. I didn't taste... No. Like, I just tasted... Fruit. It was weird. Like yeah. it was just a fruit. Which it IBA. must. That must be the uh, the, the, the yuzu. The yuzu. Yeah. The Japanese yuzu. That. Yeah. That like... that must be the fruit that overwhelms this beer because there, there's yeah. definitely no kiwi. Now let's preface this by saying maybe it would be a different experience if, if we, had we drank had it three it, months ago yeah, <laughs> while it was fresh. Uh, but uh, since we didn't, I do wonder if that changed anything. I, I mean, I'd be interested. And we've discussed this, and we may be doing this soon. We've discussed doing beers now. We've discussed specifically mm-hmm. doing beers that have been double canned. Mm-hmm. And so there's a, a, a redemption <laughs> element that might be coming. I don't know. Mike just turned yeah. into a sassy black woman. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck just happened. Uh, so there might be a redemption episode coming up for some uh, formerly double canned yeah. beers. This is not one that would be eligible necessarily for a double for a redemption because it wasn't double canned it was double consumed actually but yeah just based off the fact that we didn't drink it as fresh as it could have been or anywhere close to where it could be as fresh. but i feel like i feel like even if we had this uh fresh i don't think i don't think any deterioration would have muted the habanero flavor no you know the habanero I mean? flavor like, that i don't think that was ever there and and the fact that that was one of the selling points i was like Fuck yeah! Yeah. Fuck yes! Oh, it's not... We don't taste that? Okay, well... I think we discussed this when a million years ago when we put it on our cart for picking up... First ever Tavor shipment. Yeah, this was going to be a fruity IPA version of the the, the Scorpion beer, and it wasn't anything like that at all, so... But it's still a really good beer, so if you see Frutalica on the shelves, if you uh, you see that bomber, go ahead and pick one up. Double consume on Stones. Frutalica, that's been consuming or can it... Brought to you by you damn right Tavor.com. Brendan, we stay say? in the nineties. He said Napster and NWO. Welcome to the nineties. Yeah, all the references. Yeah, that's, that's what the, this show is. That's what's what that's what born and raises. <laughs> so. It Joe, didn't bore us. I guess. Joe, but. did you have another comment there? It looked like you were ready to just uh, gonna update you on the poll. Oh, the poll! I almost the forgot mother about the motherfucker poll. Of the week. Real quick before you do that though, um, we did have Alex say that. 
you need to be on top of the fact that he... He nailed Richie Rich Sexton. Got Richie Sexton. He's like, isn't that what you have a fucking producer for? And that is sorry. what we have a fucking producer for. Look, Joe's when, new. When we have We're questions that we don't fucking know, you need to Google that I was shit. getting brain blocked by Charlie Fryman, who was the third baseman who took over <laughs> after Tony. I couldn't get past him. Okay? Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. And then Charlie <sighs> Fryman went and played for the Tigers. And yeah, they yeah. had that whole connection. Sorry, people. My bad. <laughs> Joe's new. Give him a break, everybody. But okay. how do you guys think? The fans have voted right. so far. Uh, so your choices uh, for Motherfucker of the Week was... What we would have voted for, right? And then we yeah. see what the polls were. I voted for the guys that ruined the Field of Dreams. Field. Yes, Fuck I'm voting for the Field of Dreams guys, too, because as much as the Eagle fans are, or the Minnesota fans are petty as shit, uh, if you ruin the Field of Dreams... I like, think it's a dick move. Real yeah, dick and it was move. premeditated. Yeah, premeditated. real dick move. So I'm going to go Field of Dreams is, the, is winning this. Currently, right now, it is a 50-50... That's, Holy shit! That's never happened. <laughs> never happened in the history of the show. Easy, Stu guys. That has never happened. <laughs> 50 50. Wow. wow. Well, in that case, we need to make a decision to break this tie. All right. Um, uh, on three? Okay. One, One two, two, three. Vince, Vince McMahon. McMahon. Yes! <laughs> yes! Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon is your motherfucker, motherfucker of the week. week for getting our goddamn hopes up that the XFL was going to be something great. Instead, it was just this bullshit. Instead, he showed up like Campbell Joe. Fuck you, Vince McMahon. Talk, you raspy son motherfucker of a bitch. who gave us no details. Uh, yeah, you, you goddamn. And asshole. it was football reimagined, and we still have no idea uh, what the reimagining uh, uh, was. Uh, the uh, thing standing for the national anthem is a time-honored tradition. We're going to reimagine standing for the national anthem. Everything was goddamn reimagined. That whole press conference was bullshit. Fuck you, Vince McMahon. You're the motherfucker. The it was the the XFL was the XFL reimagined. <laughs> it went from football that you kind of cared about to nothing. <laughs> There's your motherfucker of the week, Vince McMahon. Uh, good show, fellas. Yes, <laughs> real good. Indubitably. <laughs> uh, this has been Craft Root Sports. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This has been an awesome show. I, hey, I mean, real comments. quick before we get the fuck out of here. Yeah. We hit over a thousand listens. One point two k listens before the month was month. even out. Now, yes, that is by far our most in two thousand seventeen. I, I I I crunched the numbers, and I'm not good at math, so <laughs> I double checked it like multiple times. So I guess I triple checked it, quadruple checked it. I don't know, <laughs> but I checked it a lot. And in two thousand seventeen, we averaged six hundred and sixty three listens per month. Now there were two months. Where our numbers were a little bit skewed, where we had 900 listens, and that one of those was in June, and then I can't remember what the other one was, but either way, we had a couple that were outliers, but for the most part, we averaged about 600, between 600 and 650 listens a month, and we basically doubled that this month. So we're not really sure why, we're not complaining, we'd love to know why, but at the same time, we love each and every one of you for taking the time to listen, share these shows, telling your friends, everything, and we hope that continues. And next yeah. month in February, our goal, because it's a shorter month and because we know that there's going to be some type of drop-off because there's pretty much no way we <laughs> can get back to these numbers, our goal is to get to minimum 700 listens. So keep doing what you're yeah, doing, whatever it was. Get out there it, and keep pushing it. I mean, I don't know if it's the amazing feedback that we've gotten from listeners like Frank Garland, who wrote in from Roanoke, Virginia, right. and let us know. Or that, that other hateful uh, bitch who yeah, didn't like who, anything about her life. But she likes the show, she so the thank show, you to, uh, to, to that listener as well. Seriously, um, though, guys, feed. thank you for everything, and keep... 
Keep doing what you're doing. You guys are goddamn amazing. Uh, we're I mean, just looking at, at this show in particular. The we views consistently on Facebook. had 15 listeners. It was amazing to see watchers. so many people tuning in. So thank you guys so much. Uh, thank you for the comments, the calls. You guys are fucking amazing, and uh, I I really enjoy doing the show for you guys. Well, we'll it's be here so next much week. Fun. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Uh, it'll be our Super Bowl show. We'll talk uh, that. In the meantime, you can follow the show at Craft B Sports. You can follow me at Mike Burlon. Follow Scott at Scotty K underscore Junior. I'll update this, Joe. Don't worry. You can follow producer Joe at Joe the Goalie. Uh, hit up the drunk line whenever you want. Four four zero thirty seven drunk. Uh, drunk. God damn it. Cheers, everybody. Fuck Tom Brady. We out. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.